Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to What's Brewing, a show where we can say whatever we want, a sports show where you can say whatever you want. How novel of a concept is that? But that's what we're here to do for you. We will give you that opportunity for the next two hours. Give us a call, 646-929-2192, or email us at whatsbrewingshow at AOL.com. The show starts now. And a jolly good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Brew Show here on the What's Brewing in Sports Radio Network on the powerful Blog Talk Radio this Friday night, October 18th. We'll take you into the new, um, the new day where you have a full slate of college football, some good games tomorrow, a whiteout condition it's being reported for State College, Pennsylvania. Where do we start today? That's a good question. There's a lot of sports today, a lot of stories today. You got the Pat Mahomes story. You have the ALCS. Congratulations to the Washington Nationals who are awaiting the winner of the ALCS, which helps them because now they, or may hurt them. You, you, you don't know. It's a week. But where we start things tonight has got to be the only place to start with the ALCS. Kudos to the Yankees for coming off the deck, picking themselves up, And used a first inning to get over on Verlander, where Verlander seemed to be a little amped up, didn't have as much bite on his slider. When you look at last week in game, was it game three, game four, whatever, when he started on short rest against the Rays, he had no bite on his slider. He didn't have that again tonight. When you look at what the Yankees were able to accomplish in one inning tonight, because that was it, it was one inning, was pretty impressive. But it harkens back to a thought process. And, and, and it could be completely wrong, but it's going off of visual stuff, and who the hell wants to look for this for the, the nerd stuff. Verlander in the Bronx hasn't been Verlander of Houston. Early season Verlander against the Yankees, there was a home opener where he wasn't that good. He seemingly is it any pitcher this is the way 
you don't get him in the first, you may not get him at all. He didn't get. They didn't get him. In, they got him in the first. They didn't get him at all. Yeah, and Lemay, who's leadoff homer, Hicks's homer, did nothing else. The rest of the game, get five hits. Their batting averages in the postseason are, are, are atrocious, and both teams are. It's good pitching. But when you look at Hi Tony. I knew oh, you couldn't you stay see? away that long, Coach. Uh-huh. You said I, I you said I could at least listen. Well you can. Do you want to listen or do you want to actively participate? No, I wanna listen, then I I'm gonna text you. I'm I'm like half exhausted. But I'll text you okay. um any opinion. Okay, I appreciate that. Who's on with you? I'll let you. Me. Just you? Just me. I'm like Francesa. I could do this by myself. Who do you talk to? Oh, for Christ's sake. Go back to listening. If you're going to call in, you at least got to bring something. Um, but you look at both lineups. There's nothing. Yeah, there's no putting together ones. You know, Houston has gotten a lot of credit this whole entire uh, postseason there. You know, oh, they do this well, they do this well. I can't figure out for the life of me if they're good base runners or bad base runners. Yes, they look really good when they get caught in rundowns. Yes, they look really bad because they get caught in rundowns. And when they get caught in rundowns, at least they're fundamentally sound enough that they can move a runner over. You know, they'll, they'll take the extra base on the backside. A lot of teams don't do that. A lot of players don't do that. But give the Yankees credit. They're not throwing the ball around. You learn that literally. Don't throw the ball around. Don't throw the ball around. And the Yankees haven't done that, which is which is kept Houston. Yeah, they'll take the extra brace. Okay. But they get the they get the out they need. And if it works, it works. Now, you look at Houston's lineup. Alvarez has been atrocious. Way to show up. Gary Sanchez has been atrocious at the plate. Way to show up. You take out a meaningless homer last night, he's done nothing. He's batting a thousand, batting a hundred in this postseason or in this series. Nothing. Defensively, he's killing him. And are we surprised that a left-handed pitcher for the Yankees in the postseason came through with his nuts hanging out, swinging a 10-foot pole from his pants? I feel like I've been saying that for 25 years. 
25 years. Twenty-five years we've been seeing this, right, Coach? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm here. You can, you can interject. I'm, 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 I'm almost, huh? You can interject. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Yes, I appreciate. When you, you. get caught in a, run, in a in a rundown, you the object mm-hmm. is to at least stay in the rundown. So the runners can advance, and there's no harm, no foul at that point. Yeah. So that's a that's a good point. Yes. And the Yankees, for Thank some you. reason, found resilience tonight. Aaron Hicks, who hasn't swung at Major League pitching for two months after uh, he yeah. came in that other game, and he hits a home run, a three-run bomb. Well, I won't call it a bomb, but it was down the line. It hits the foul pole or fair pole, yeah. depending if you're Warren Wolf or not. And that turns out to be the game. Otherwise, we're still playing. It's one-to-one without that ball hitting the foul, a fair foul pole. You know, this I in, in this day and age, I like to call it the fair pole. Because if the ball hits it, it's fair. Do you agree? I don't know if we're still playing. I think the game is played differently then. Hmm. There's a strong possibility I, that the game is tied at one. And let's just say the game. Well, look, that's the foul. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Hicks, you know, does something. I. I, I don't know. Four to one versus two to one or one to one. Oh, there's different strategies. I think think Paxton's out of the game earlier if it's 1-1. That could be. And I was shocked that they let him go up to about almost 110 pitches. You know, the one thing that I've hated, and and me and you have hated, and we've talked about it for Christ for three years now, is that they managed too much by the binder. Alex Rodriguez oh. said it last mm-hmm. night on the post-game show, where you have to start watching the game with your eyes and not by what, as they so lovingly call up on Jersey Street now, Carmine says, the Apple Mac, the Apple Mac cannot manage a baseball game. It can It does not tell you what a guy means. To a clubhouse. I made I I made this point last night to somebody. Here comes the Yankees thing now with Lennon for Stacey. Here it comes. Well, now they're going to rally behind Cece. Hashtag win it for Cece. I that to me. Is a bit much. Win for CC. No. The man's not in the hospital. Yeah. He's not. He's not ill. He. There's no tragedy going on. He's just on his last legs. That's all. So win for CC. I don't know. 
Oh, you know it's coming. The fans can get behind it. They can hashtag it. Win for CC. Do it for CC. Do it for the guy who quit on you a couple years ago right before the playoffs because he was a drunk. Do it for CC. I forgot how quick the Yankee fans forget that. I quickly forget that. But. Well, thank God Aaron Boone said, you know what? I'm going to go with. Here's the question. I heard this question today. To get a, to, to kind of, and this kind of brings in the Boone. Did Joe Madden signing a big contract affect the way some of these men? We always talk about who's going to set the market, this, that, and the other thing, right? Well, Joe Madden got paid $4 million bucks to manage. Aaron Boone makes less than a million. You think Girardi's going to take less than $4 million? I don't think so. You think whoever the Mets are going to sign? The Mets are going to try to go cheap. But why do you need a manager if, you know, Steve Jobs' machine up there is going to tell you how to manage a game in the postseason? If I may, I, I hope so. These, That's why I paused for you. <laughs> these managers, I, I mean, there are times they they have to go back to gut management. I all right, I get it. Yep. With certain matchups, you, you're you're going to have some idea if somebody is successful or not. But I'm going to tell you something. Let's go back to mm-hmm. 1979. Today, Thurman Munson had his funeral. Well, Mm -hmm. let's go back to 79 when Munson had the tragedy, all right, with the crash. And and the team was in Columbus. They flew back, and they played at night against the Baltimore Orioles. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, in that game, Bobby Mercer gets a big, huge hit. To help, um, I think they either tied the game or put them ahead or something. I forget exactly, but they were uh, tied in, I think it was the bottom of the ninth, and Tippy Martinez comes in relief. Now, Bobby Mercer, as great as he was, as much as he was loved, you would think he didn't have a lot of success at all. At all with Tippy Martinez in the in the past, Billy Martin mm-hmm. was the manager. In today's game, they pinch it for Bobby Mercer. There's no question about it. In today's game, in in in, in today's baseball society, they pinch it for Bobby Mercer because they're going yeah. by the binder. Oh, he's got one hit in. 13 at-bats or something like that. I'm not sure it was the similar. I, I, I don't have the exact stat in front of me, but it was close to something like that. Well, yeah. Mercer is on deck, and he, and he sort of turned back to look. Billy Martin didn't, didn't, wasn't saying a word. 
He let him bat in the bottom of the ninth against Tippy Martinez. That's the mm-hmm. gut management that you will never see anymore, and that is the, the gut management that I love, me personally. And maybe that's old school because maybe I am a little old school. I get about analytics and all this and other craziness going on, but when it comes down to it, do you have that feeling in your gut that, you know what, he's going to make contact. This is the bottom of the ninth. This is playing for Thurman Munson. Sure enough, Bobby Mercer lines one down a left field line, going with the pitch, because he is a great hitter. He was a, he was a a great hitter, and the Yankees win. You're not going to see that today, and that I find it disturbing. There's no gut management. You don't see it, and that's all I wanted to say. I appreciate. Hmm. I wonder. He had five RBIs in that game. Bobby Mercer had five RBIs in that game. That's impressive. So it used to be so much easier to find stats so you can pull up like that exact stat you were looking for, like Bobby Mercer versus Tippy Martinez. Now it's kind of hard. I don't know where they got the stats. It's stats, Inc., but you have to pay for that now. It used to be free. I, it was I'm trying, I'm trying it, to find it. gut management. Is I still go. I still believe in it d- deeply. There's no substitute yeah. for gut management. No. There's not. And, and I was going to go back to '96 when Tory walks out to David Cohen and, and David Cohen's like, "I got this. Get the sit sit down." Or Tory saying, you know what, Tino, Bob, O'Neill, they're not hidden. I'm going to put in Hayes, Fielder, and uh, Daryl Strawberry. So it worked out for him because they came back and won that series. But Joe, Joe Tory did gut management. He went with a hunch. He he just he went with his. Everything he did worked out. Yeah. It's amazing. You don't find that in a binder. You know, and, and, and you know what? And, and, and the other thing is, is, for as great as those managers were, technology wasn't where it is today. No. You know, it Agreed. wasn't like, now they have, iP- they have iPads in the dugout now. You know, those old sta- the old stadium, how far did they have to go to watch tape, you know? Now they could sit there and go, okay, I need um, this at bat versus this. Blah, 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 blah. Bing, done, here you go. Now, back then, you were lucky if you got to see your last at bat in a game. But yep. the biggest thing that I see now is that because they're so afraid to go to a fourth starter, everybody 
is going to the bullpen games. Game six of the ALCS with a chance to go to the World Series is going to be a bullpen game. Huh. Puke. Yep. Puke. Puke. And you know what? It worked well for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has had to do that, and it's worked out perfectly for them. It hasn't worked. I don't want to see that in the playoffs. It should be your fifth starter if you're going to go that route, not your fourth in the playoffs. Oh, nine, the Yankees won the World Series using three starters because that's all they had that were worth a shit. Yeah. All right, moving off the Yankees. We spent enough time on them tonight. That's 20 minutes on the Yankees. I didn't think I'd ever fucking do that. Oh, wait, when the show first started, it was a complete two-hour-long Yankee show. Patrick Mahomes hurts his knee. Dislocates his kneecap. He's going to be out three weeks. They have nine days off before the next game. Does Andy Reid go go and try to find a backup plan? Is this not the perfect place for Eli Manning to play his last couple games? Interesting. Interesting. I was thinking about where... that the other day. How, it, it depending Which... on how long Mahomes is out and if he can be 100% well, when he comes back. Well, they're saying three weeks. Interesting. Interesting point. Very three. good. Three weeks with three games, if he were to miss, would get them to their fourth game would be a Monday night game against the Chargers in Mexico, I think. I think the game's in Mexico City. That game's in Mexico City. Last year, I would love to be. I would love to be a fly on the wall with the GMs of the Chiefs and the Giants if there was any conversation going on right now. It sounds far-fetched. I don't know if Eli would waive the no-trade clause to do it. Because here's the Chiefs' next five games to their bye week. Green Bay. Eli knows them pretty well, and it's a Sunday night game. So if you made the move today, you could get him in there. I don't think he's mobile enough to play behind that offensive line because that offensive line stinks. And Eli would get murdered. I think the Giants – no, I'm saying I I think the Chiefs' offensive line is worse than the Giants' offensive line is, and Eli Manning can't move. So you would need somebody mobile, but – that's a team that can win the Super Bowl. That's a team that has threats that Eli would work well with skill-wise. 
I don't think Eli could out throw out throw Cheetah. I don't think he could overthrow Kelsey. That team is I mean shit. Kurt Warner could come in and play and after he was bagging groceries. That's a goddamn Marina League team. They play the Packers, the Vikings, who Eli's already done homework on, the Titans, and the Chargers. That's their next four games. They have a bye week, the week of Thanksgiving, or the week week before Thanksgiving. And then they play the Raiders. So, presumably... You'll get Mahomes back for the December 1st. And then the Chiefs have. So if you get Mahomes back then and he's healthy, they have the Raiders, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Bears, and the Chargers. Those six games are their season right now. I don't know. The change depends if Manning wants to go, if the Chiefs will be worried about how Mahomes will recover, or how much faith the Chiefs have in Matt Moore. To hold the fort he until Mahomes is healthy. Now, he I don't think okay he said he Bridgewater. Uh, the, the, he the, did okay the, the other night. The Broncos stink. I the really are now officially I, dead in the water. Well, yeah, they're officially dead when they traded for Joe Flacco. <laughs> And as others have called him, Joe Fluco. <laughs> he was. I mean, he look, he, 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 to me, was nothing more than a better arm Trent Dilfer. Nothing more. Because he was a game manager. With a good running back in Ray Rice. And a great defense. To me, I, I mean, when you look at the names that they that have been floating as possible trade guys, you know, possible people to trade for. Um. Uh. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? No. That guy fought. That guy. I've never seen anybody fail up as much as him outside of George W. Bush. Nobody. Ryan Fitzpatrick stinks. But yet, there's a chance that he may be on a team that could go to the playoffs. 
that's a, that's a shame. Or Josh Rosen or anybody. I don't know. I don't know how good of an idea. I, I don't know what they can do. They think he'll be back. But there's a chance that that could get re-injured. And it's a very high re-injury rate on that. What does that do to the, the AFC? Tom Coughlin already did the Patriots a favor this week by sending Jalen Ramsey out to the the Rams. Who's really going to challenge the Patriots now? Besides themselves. Their offense needs to get heavy. Their their Patriots need offense needs to get better. They'll get better. There's also trade talks there. But when you look at the NFL, their biggest problem right now is the referees. They're terrible. The NFL referees are awful. They have to find a way. And if you want to find here a person with knowledge, go back and listen to the Pat McAfee show. And they had Mike Pereira on the other day. It's on his podcast. It's today's podcast. Mike Pereira lays out how to fix this. Hire all 17 referees full-time. Once they finish their games, send them on Tuesday to Park Avenue or wherever. <coughs> Let the referees work through everything. So you don't have to have conference calls. If you sit there and you bring them all in-house, you don't have to worry about leaks. This is what the NFL has every year. Last year it was the helmet, helmet uh, leading with the helmet for the tackles. They had a conference call. Those went down. This year it was the holding calls. Tom Brady sends a complaint on Twitter. Boom, that's gone. But I don't think it's just the referees that are the problem. They're a big problem. They cost they cost Detroit the game. But I never want to hear that teams get cost the game because of officiating. They don't. It's not like you did everything perfect, they did everything perfect, you had a bad call late. This whole thing started with the pass interference and all that crap because of the NFC Championship game. Hey, the Saints should have won that game. Could have made a stop on defense when they got when they after they kicked the field goal. 
could have taken care of business in overtime. The Lions could have scored in the red zone. But no, what did they do? They kicked field goals. You don't win in the NFL kicking field goals, no matter how big of for the brand people we are. Here. No matter how big of for the brand we are, we're for the brand. That's a problem. And yes, because of the two calls on third downs that extended that drive. But let's face it. If that they were going for in a fourth down anyway, so take away that it's really hard to say and it wasn't like they were punting at that point. They were going for it. They had to. They were losing. So, yes, one on Trey Flowers, okay. The second one, they were going for it a fourth down anyway. They were in distance to kick it anyway in the second one. They have a good kicker there. At least to try. Now, what did they get? Detroit got screwed. Detroit's they got two losses this year. Each time, you can almost say the referees had something to do with it. But at least in the first game, they handled it. Yeah, fumble on the goal line, whatever. But they were still in contention to win the football game. That's that on the referees. They have to, and you really look at the NFL, they have to do something. The referees are pissed because now they have to review judgment calls. Back in 1999, when instant replay was instituted, it was for boundary calls. It's just like baseball. Boundary calls, in or out, touchdown, safe or out. Now we're reviewing catches. We're reviewing everything. Oh, well, guess what? If you have to review something, Zoom in so that you could see an ant's nut hair. Then why are we, that? It should be clear and obvious. If you have to zoom in to see an ant's nut hair, it isn't clear and obvious. Now we're just overdoing it. It's overdone. Everything. Look, we are asking officials on the field to review something that they have to make in real time. And in real time, they get 99% of the calls right. Pretty fucking impressive that in real time with players bigger, faster, stronger, they get the call right 
99% of the time. While we sit on our couch eating Cheetos and Buffalo Wings and drinking beers, and we have the ability to watch a replay that is slowed down so much that you could see a lineman's pants move when he farts. And then we go, he's your for me, fuck. But they don't suck, you idiot. You just have better technology than their eyes do. And this is a problem with technology. Huge problem. Watch the game. Enjoy the game. You're not golf fans where you call in every fucking foul because you're a fucking nerd and a fucking noomph. And you try to sit there and go, I wasn't any good at golf. I'm going to call up and complain that Jordan Spieth brushed the ball with his shoelace. Shut the fuck up. That's why nobody likes golf. Because your fucking fans are jerk-offs. You're all fucking jerk-offs. Yes, the call in the Saints game... Everybody saw that, except for the guy that was supposed to. That's why they put the rule in to review past interferences. Egregious that they missed. Not, he grabbed his wristband while he was trying to catch the ball. So I'm going to throw a challenge flag. Forget losing the challenge. Forget losing the timeout. If you challenge... And you're on defense. Five yards and an automatic first down. If you're on offense and you challenge and you lose, five yards and a loss of down. I'll speed the fucking game up because nobody's going to do anything anyway there. Think about that. If you start putting... Real consequences. Onto the field to play. You'll stop that shit right away. But I'll never do that because that makes sense. That makes logical sense and the clown Roger Goodell will never go for it because that guy has no fucking clue what's going on. Hey, guess what? 17 games? Good idea. Eight home, eight away, one. Neutral site game. But here's the problem with that. Even that will lose its luster after a while. So then what will the NFL do? Oh, this isn't working. Let's go to 18 games. This is never good. Once you, once you do it, it ain't never going back. Once you give it away, if you're the players in the NFL, once you give up and you go to 17, I don't care if they had an extra bye week. Once you go to 17, you'll never go back to 16. 14 to 16 was logical back when they did it. They had more teams. What are you going to do then? How are you going to decide? The NFL is perfect. Six games in your division. You play another division in your conference. You play a, conf- a division in the opposing conference. 
and you play the other two standings-wise where you lined up. It is perfect. How are you going to decide who's that 17th game? Hell, the NFL is perfect as it is, and the only people that fuck it up are the owners who don't know what the fuck they're doing. The people like Shad Khan, who it's a – owning an NFL team is a status to him. I own an NFL team. I think Jerry Jones is going, you know, I really want the Cowboys to play an extra game. And, but they ain't going to be here. Play a game at the Cotton Bowl. No, no, you're not, dickhead. Play a game in San Antonio. Hey, you're not, dickhead. Who the fuck are we going to play? We'll pick it. No, the fuck you're not. It ain't going to work like that. Even if you go to 18, who the fuck, who are those other two games going to be against? Because you can't go, well, we, we'll just play the two division. Oh, fuck, that doesn't work either. How the fuck are we going to do this? The NFL is perfect. Don't add a game. It's so great to sit there and go, hmm, Patriots-Giants played this year. Patriots-Giants play again at Giants Stadium in 2023. Patriots-Giants play again at Gillette Stadium in 2027. Perfect. Nobody needs anything else. Patriots play this year. They play the AFC North. Next year, they'll play the AFC West. That's cool. You know who you're playing. Except for who finishes in the same standing spot as you did the pre- the same year, the next year. That's why the Patriots play the Colts for so goddamn long. That's why now they're playing the Houston Texans every fucking year. That's why they're playing the Chiefs every fucking year. That's why they play the Steelers every fucking year. Because you have the similarities, you have uniformity. It's just like the dopey NHL is going to 32 teams in two years. And what are they going to do? Oh, we'll just have four 18 conferences. We, we figured that out years ago here. But we want them to go back to the old way of the playoffs, not this wild card bullshit. Gary Bettman sat there all night and goes, how the fuck do we fuck this up? Hmm, let's have a wild card like baseball and football. No, douchebag. Top four. It's real fucking easy. So now what are you going to do? You're going to go to eight teams. How about this? Eight four teams. Eight four team divisions. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Eight, fourteen divisions. I could literally, I literally did it today. Come up with it. Top four teams, each division winner makes playoffs. They ready for this one, kids? Then you go in like football, but you have four more teams that make it. So the next four best records make it. You want to talk about exciting hockey through March and April? 
holy shit, people will actually watch the fucking sport before the playoffs. Holy Jesus. You'd have to be a half a moron to fuck these sports up. And what are you going to behold? They fucking do every chance they get. Why? Morons. Morons run it. It's not family businesses anymore. You'll You'll never see professional sports as great as it was 15 years ago when you had family businesses. Everything's a goddamn corporation now. They want their fans to be corporate. And speaking, going back, and not to dwell on this, because I know it's been everywhere today. But Yankee fans, you've got to be better than you've been. You really have to be. You're better than this. Act like you've been there before. Don't be yelling shit at, at, at Jack Granke because he's got mental illnesses. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why, because your butt hurt because he didn't want to come here? Give me a fucking break. Seriously, give me a break. You're better than this. The old stadium was great because people were smart and funny and you had to sit there and be clever because they would throw you out and they would police themselves if you started cussing. Don't cuss. It shows lack of intelligence. And I know I've done it here. This is my show. I do whatever I want. I'm not in public. I'm not where there's kids. You're listening to The Brew Show on the West Room Sports Radio Network. I want to give this to the world as, as a gift from myself and from Ireland. This is who I am. I am an Irishman. A true Irishman. Proper, proper Irish whiskey. Proper 12. It's in the name. is the district I come from. It's a small suburb in Dublin, Ireland called Crumlin. It's a place dear to my heart. With each bottle and with each case we sell, we are going to give back to the first responders. They are the people who enter the buildings when people are running out. And that's, that's heroic to me. This is Bob Sosie, the voice of the Patriots, and you're listening to the What's Ruining Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back to the George Bruce Show. I was dabbling a little bit before the break in my NHL realignment idea. And um, I really have ideas here. You could legitimately redo this in eight um, 14 divisions and it makes sense it's not really and it's basically based off of 
what you could possibly do um, to just get you more team more teams playing each other, more interdivision games. I mean, you look at, like, the best rivalry the NHL has right now with the Vegas Golden Knights and the San Jose Sharks. I don't think they play again after Christmas. Like, it, it's a joke, and that's just not smart. Like, it's not smart business-wise. Um, but to keep – and the way I did it was to keep some teams, you know, keep rivalries going – um, so here goes, if you want to chime in with your ideas, five six three nine 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 three zero three four. So I took the current alignment, threw it in there, you know, pulled teams out apart and whatever, went through it so I make sure I didn't miss anybody. Um So here, here we go. Uh, obviously, I didn't give, you know, division names because if it were up to me, even the stupid ones they have now would be the Patrick division, the Adams division, the Norris, and the, you know, the Smythe or whatever the West was. And then, you know, you'd have the Prince of Wales and the Clarence Campbell um, conferences. So that leave that there. But I didn't give them that, and, and I literally could come up with ones if you want because, well, we have them, and we could do that. So go with the original four, and then we'll add in uh, Gretzky, Hal, Lemieux, and Richard. I don't know. There you go. There's your other four. Um, here we go. So in the East, uh, Division One, we'll call it, which is uh, taking from the uh, – Bell Atlantic Mobile Conference, or whatever it is now. Um, Rangers, Devils, Flyers, Islanders. Islanders, there you go. That that one works. It's not fucking midnight here. 10 to midnight here in Jersey. Um, Keeps keeps tradition, keeps uh, rivalries, um, you know, with the – every team but the Devils because they don't have any fucking rivals because nobody gives a fuck about you. Except for devil fans who are fucking dopey and sit there and will bash on you on Twitter. But God forbid they all sit there and go, man, he's got a fucking radio show. Maybe we should call in and talk shit to him there because you're not going to because you're a bunch of pussies. So, moving on to Division 2, the uh, Chowder uh, Division. Bruins, Montreal, Buffalo, Toronto. Montreal, Boston. Greatest rivalry in the NHL. Greatest, historically great rivalry there. Buffalo, Toronto. It's just there. It fucking works. Here, this one, this one kind of works because it's you know, one team's kind of out of place, but they don't fucking belong in the NHL anyway. They're a college football town. That's all they'll ever be. Columbus, Florida. Tampa, Carolina. And you know what? We can call that that we give a fuck more about college football than we do about hockey. So there's that one. Florida, Tampa, Columbus, Carolina. There you go. There's that four. This is the only one that I had a little bit of problem with because you're kind of going off the rival off a one rivalry that's been like in the league for the last I don't know, 15 years now. Pittsburgh, Washington, Ottawa, Detroit. Ottawa really didn't fit in anywhere. 
just like Columbus, like that's the problem with the East is it's just you kind of just don't know what the fuck you don't really know what to do with them. But that kind of like that's geographically it kind of works for three of the four teams, and then the Washingtons kind of just yeah, all right, here you go. I guess you could flip. Columbus and Washington, but then you know Washington Pittsburgh goes away, and that's that's an old Patrick Division rivalry um, dating back to the '80s, so that's why that one's there. Um, then you go to the West. The West is easy; it's very geographical. Um, St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville. Again, Nashville is kind of in like that spot where they really shouldn't be in the West. They should be in the East. This is bears in mind the problem with the whole thing. Cause if you really think about it, Nashville plays how many games out of their time zone anyway, you know, it's, and, and, and kudos to them because they are really good hockey fans. It's a really good hockey city. The NHL should wishes that they had more Nashvilles. But that's because Nashville's good. Let's see if Nashville sucks. And then we'll see where they go. The next one I have, Colorado, Dallas, Arizona, Winnipeg. Kind of works. Dallas is kind of, you don't know what to do with Dallas in that one, but it kind of works. All right. The third one, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle. I fought on this one because I kind of wanted to put all the Canadian teams together. It's kind of work, but it really doesn't. But keep those there. You'll get some good shit out of that. And then the fourth one, I mean, this one's idiot proof. It really is. San Jose, Anaheim, the Kings, and Vegas. San Jose and Vegas is the best rivalry right now. In hockey. Why? Because they hate each other. Their players hate each other. It's been so much fun to watch in the playoffs the last two years. Granted, there was a bonehead call in that. And by the way, good job, referees. That's why you have to fucking review stupid shit now, too. Because you fucked up. Because you were pandering to the home crowd. You pandered to the home crowd. And you took the fucking nights away from making the next round of the playoffs. So that's on you, Mr. Official. You blew it. Anaheim, Los Angeles. I mean, but it's literally based off what you have now. And don't forget when Seattle joins the fracas in two seasons, they're going to move into the Pacific. Arizona is going to go from the Pacific into the Central. Good luck making the playoffs at that one. Good luck being there. Where now you have to play Chicago four times and St. Louis four times. How's that travel going to be for them? This made no sense with the NHL. Yes, I understand you wanted to go into Seattle. Yes, I understand you felt like you felt some kind of way where you're like, you felt bad for Seattle for losing the basketball team. 
you kind of fucked Arizona here. But they did that with the full intention of they're moving Arizona. Gary Bettman wants nothing more than not to have that team in Arizona. That's what he wants. He's wanted that for years. He never wanted them to go there in the first place, but he goes, hmm, they'll pay the money. <laughs> Relocation money, that's free money for us. That's what you got. That is absolutely positively what you've got. It's absolutely what you got there. So who gives a shit what Arizona has to deal with? And now see, and look, you want to keep Seattle and Vancouver with each other for the only fact of the matter is is that it's now a natural geographical rivalry. But it's not going to be because nobody's going to care. Most of the people in Vancouver are like the Mariners and the Seahawks. How is it going to be the root for the teams for a get root against the city where you like the teams? It's like you go back to like the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s when people in New England rooted for the Giants. Really hard to go Yankees suck when you're all going, let's go Giants. It was really hard. And then the Patriots got good and everybody in the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl twice and everyone's like, fuck the Giants. That's what you got. That's exactly why it's like that. But the NFL, but the NHL has to do something. Four games against your conference is ludicrous. So you want to tell me that the top three teams in each division make the playoffs, but you're only going to play each other four times. Four times. And then the West... In the Central, they play each other five times because they don't have that extra team there. D-Rock. Hey, what's going on? So, so I, I've literally laid out my plan for my realignment if I could do it in the NHL. I, you know, What do you uh, really think? The more you I'm thought about it, it was a great idea. You know what? I'm gonna take a look. I'm gonna take a look at what you sent me again, and, and I'll. And right, then I'll I can go over it again. Well, I have okay, no problem yeah. going over it again. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that okay. I was late. You know, I just had a couple of things I had to do. Right, don't worry about it. But I, I, I didn't want to do okay. the things that I totally forgot. <laughs> no, that's okay. All right. All right. Uh, so hear me out here. Go ahead. So you can play along when you got the travel home game. I think it's the second one I sent you. Or I didn't send you the second one because I changed something around it. So hear me out. Okay. Okay. So to keep basic geographical rivalries and rivalries that have worked for, you know, years in the NHL, good plus I didn't figure out how I was going to do the playoffs. This is what I figured out. You go back to the four original names, right? So you can throw those in wherever you want. And then you add in, like, four other grades, and you're just going to throw that in. You know, Batman would have to have, like, the Batman division because, God forbid, he doesn't have something named after himself. Okay, so, I mean, the four originals, George, would be the Patrick division, the uh, Norris division, uh, the Smythe division, and And the other one. 
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the four. And then I think if you were going to do another four divisions, I think they should be named after Gretzky or Gretzky. Richard. Or Gretzky. How? How? And what do you want it to work on today? Either Richard or Mario? Yeah, I, I think, I think it would be Richard or, Mar- or Lebeau, even though I hate Lebeau, but, but, but you have to respect <laughs> what he did. <laughs> you have to respect what he did. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I didn't change the... There, like we could play around with this and see like where you would move play teams around, which is kind of cool. Like because you know you're not an idiot, unlike the devil fans who you know told me I'm an idiot on Twitter all night. Look, I mean I feel with Razor fans that are just as stupid. Not stupid so. <laughs> Wait, so I'm not. I mean, no. Did you? Anything? Did you happen to see any of the crap I caught tonight from Devil fans? Or all day today from Devil Fans? Uh, what are you like you know, in front of a fan? I, I haven't like I haven't like it's like I don't look into many of the replies because I don't like. Oh but I, I could go in there. I could go in there. Just and read look. through my replies. Uh, read through I'm my sure replies. Just, I'm sure <laughs> it is just it's just ridiculous. And, because, you know. Oh, my God. Because that's how people are. It, 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 like, you say one bad thing about Nico Heischer, and it's like the end of the fucking war. <sighs> All right. I, I think Nico, I, I think that he can, this is what I think he can become. He's 50-point guy right now, right? I, I see him as a guy yeah. who can like a 70. I think he's a 70-point guy. And he can play power play, he can play penalty kill, he be responsible for the five. That's what I think he is. If he becomes a but he's not worth $7 million. Who is worth $7 million? Want to pay Kevin Hayes $7 million? Someone can just take him to this show and take money. I'd pay Kevin Hayes $7 million before I even pay Nico Heischer $7 million. You know, the only difference that I'll say is that Nico Heischer is, what, 20 years old. So I mean, 20 years old. You know, He's 20. He's 20. And I just don't understand. And I got a text from the big man. And I can check out the big man before. And uh-huh. me, me and him, we both agreed on this. And we don't, we don't agree on a lot. And we're like, what was the rush? What was the rush to do this? You know, they, 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 could, have just, they could have waited until January, February. They did not have to do this, you know? <laughs> They didn't even, you know, what's like you could have given them a bridge. I, I understand they didn't want to do a bridge deal. But you could have given them a bridge deal. Like a bridge yeah, deal. Yeah, you could. Yeah, if, it, if it's just, you know, if it's just, so, I mean, I don't know if they had it because of the Taylor Hall thing or because of a bad start, but they, the Taylor Hall is a restricted free agent. So I don't know what they're thinking. And to me, if you're going to make this deal, to impress Hall, Hall better. I, if I'm Hall's agent, I go, hey, they got the brain truck open. I'd show up there. I'd show up there in the game like fucking Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, 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 I understand. Like, so like, I like... Up, what section are you naming after me? Where's my fucking <laughs> statue? 
Do, can I pick where my statue's going? Because if you you're going to be naked, I'd have seven should... million bucks. Hey, I mean, seven, hey, seven million dollars just doesn't pay what it used to pay. Or it doesn't get what it used to get. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I mean, but Derek, you look at... Oh, Derek Felix from Battle on the Hudson, Kansas. Should have done that earlier. Um, That's all right. That's all right. But you're like, good. You look at... All right, thanks. You look at... Like... The guys who... So, like, slotted right now. Where Nico Heischer is in just forwards. Right? Well, now you're going to go defensive. No, uh, let's see. Forwards. Because cat friendly is awesome. Right? So, if you look at where he's going to be slotted next year, he's making more money than Kevin Hayes, JVR, Pavelski, Anders Lee, Kachuk, Bergeron, Braden Point, Brad Marchand, Patrick Laine, Johnny Goudreau. Nathan McKinnon? Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, he's got a nice pop What? Oh, wow. Like, and, and granted, <laughs> I understand that, like, you know, Marchand and, and Bergeron signing deals. With, oh, by the way, making more money than fucking Pasternak. Pasternak is the best finisher in the league. That's a point. No, he's the second best. The second best. Yeah, right, I was no, just the second he's best. The second best. Excuse me. No, no, no. I, I can't <laughs> disrespect. No now. disrespect there, though. I mean, he's, he's a great finisher. I got an Ovechkin Russian jersey, so that's that tells you how I feel about Ovechkin. I have a Yager check one. Um, okay, so, you so I literally. Oh, wow. What's that? That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's like one of them sublimated ones. It came from Czech. It was awesome. But, all right, here you go. Elias. I have an Elias Czech one. <laughs> That's the funny part. That's nice. Yeah. Oh. All right. Awesome, so man. I pull... So Cat Friendly, thanks. Shout out to them. Um, has it where you can get next year's numbers. Now do you want to hear the names he's around? Uh, 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 sure. Go for it, man. Krejci, do I have to keep going after Krejci? I mean, Krejci, Patch already. <laughs> Vander Kane, I mean, even though Vander Kane's a piece of shit, but Vander Kane will get you thirty to thirty-five goals and a hundred penalty minutes. Yeah, and he'll get to, and he'll miss ten games because of suspension because he fucking plays grabass with the Vander the Ryan Reeves on the chance He's got a, he's got a few screws loose. Let's just let's put it that way. Few. That that, that guy's got the fucking makings of like having CPU. Let me tell you. Something. Um. Still, should have been this player like five years ago. Really sure. Yeah. Well, I think we played in places where the coaches didn't. Coaches actually disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is very true. Right, I mean, now he's playing with Deboron. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Deboron. <laughs> I used to just, you know what I used to do? I used to just spell his name instead of B E D O E R. I would spell it B E 
E O R E, like like that. <laughs> it's a yeah. substitute. He's calling you ugly. <laughs> All right. He's not a bad call, so, though. So, but but he's had got some problems. The problem is he's not a bad. The problem with him is it's not that he's a bad coach. It's that he has no discipline. Like there's no discipline on his teams. Homeboy's bowling shoe ugly. All right. So, going back to this, William Nylander. And Nylander will be – he'll put up 70 to 80 points this year because he's playoffs. He'll do well. Yeah. That's his um, still Bergeron, Ryan Kessler. And, and granted, some of these guys are older, and if they sign their other their longer-term uh, yeah, well, deals. Kessler's, Kessler's pretty much done. Uh, that's too bad. Hey, he's yeah, pretty he's much really done. Um, yeah. It happens. Hey, Derek, how the hell do I do this up. so that I can, like, get it? Where how how can I do this where I get like their age? Uh jeez. Uh let me see. I could go on the media site maybe and see if I could pull something up. Uh let me check. I'm here. trying to find the site that the site that I use I use the puckpedia dot com site which used to be an actual number, so it's pretty good. Uh that's pretty fucking good, to be honest. Yeah, like I'm I'm using cap friendly and it has like all these it has a ton of filters. Oh, current age. So what do we do? We want to go like under twenty five, like but, twenty to twenty five because do? he's. You want to just go out guys that yeah, are I, under twenty five, or? Yeah, we'll do that. If you, uh, we'll go twenty one to twenty six because he's going to be twenty one next year when that contract is. I got one for you. Um. Well, oh, he makes a lot of money. Though. He gets paid. He gets paid. Oh, wait. Uh, Hold on. Wait, wait. All right, go ahead. No, wait. This gets better. Hold on. Hold the phone. This even got better. Update results. 7.25. Oh, it's got his age now. Hold on. Let me go back one because he's 20. Oh, this gets even better, Derek. Hold on. Okay, Ready? Nico Heischer will be the eighth highest played forward under twenty years of age, under twenty one years of age. The only people ahead of him are Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Jack Eichel, Miko Ranton, Leon Dreisaitl, and Sebastian Aho. Uh, behind that him, kind of company. No, behind him, Clayton Keller, Kyle O'Connor. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk. my boy. <laughs> well, I like oh, wait. Matthew Kachuk. Oh, hold on. He's making... No, Keller, Keller, Keller a got a big dollars. extension. Yeah, he no, this Keller is, a lot this of is money including the... But this is including the extensions. This is like next year. Okay. Guys are 21 to 26 next year. You want me to give you a comparable of a guy that probably is going to crack about 70 points this year, could wind up with 30 goals this year, uh, and, he's, and he's a restricted free agent next year? Sam Reinhardt. 
Sam Reinhart from the Buffalo Sabres turned himself into a pretty good player. So yeah, well, it doesn't hurt that he's. God, what were you talking to Brian today? Because it's exactly who Brian said to me. I was talking with Brian, so that's true. That is true, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt so, that he's but, playing with Eichel. Oh yeah, no, it definitely doesn't. He was one of those guys, you know, they drafted very high, uh, maybe like second or maybe third overall. And, but he wasn't, he needed, he did, he couldn't really play center. Was, and yeah. now he got to play with Michael. So, but he's turned himself into a really All good right. player, too. All right, so you ready for this? This gets better. This is okay. next year with guys who have signed extensions, who he's ahead of. Ready? Braden Point. Patrick Laine, Pasta, Debrinkat, Nate McKinnon, Dylan Larkin, Jake Gensel, Phil Forsberg. God, I feel like he's been around forever. Thus. Hurdle. Another guy who I feel like has been around forever. He's only 25. Can you believe that? Yeah. Bo Horvat. That was the first round pick that the uh, Devils gave up to get Corey Stoner. Mm-hmm. I know. I read, I read your thing. <laughs> oh, God, that's the greatest trade. He, he, the only uh, point is. God. Um, I was uh, going to give Brian, Brian a lot of credit me. for that because Brian said he wouldn't have done that trade. He said he would have kept I the first round pick. I said the night. After they made that trade on this show, worst move the Devils could have made because one, it pissed Marty off. You embarrassed the shit out of Marty. <laughs> you couldn't do that. That was that gonna to Marty. end bad. It was gonna end badly. I mean, it just it just does. But I understand exactly what you're saying when you talk about a legend. They do understand. You know, it's funny. I feel like I've had this show, like, this week or this – in the last, like, month. You knew the Eli Manning thing in the Giants was going to end poorly because it ended yeah. poorly with Phil. To me, that's why it's I think, like – That's why I think they – that's why I think they did not release Eli because they remember what happened with Phil and the fallout. That maintained that that was part of why. He stayed with – that they decided to take him all this money. Yeah. I also – look, I brought this up before, and, well, I think Brian may join us, so I'll, I'll hold off on that realignment until Brian calls. Just I, sent the, I, call. sent them a, I sent them a text saying I was calling him and calling him. Okay. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure he knows. <laughs> I'm sure he knows. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten a response um, back, so when you don't get a response, just, Brian, just, you never know where where he is. <laughs> I just did actually. That's why I say he's like, how much longer? And I'm like, um, a while. Okay, great, um, excellent. So, like, it didn't end well with Favre. There's a part of me that thinks it's not getting well with Brady only because Belichick's going to have something to do with it, and this thing that Tom tweeted about going to a spot tonight is going to do something. Um, um, Most older players. It, it never ends well. 
Yeah, all the stars. I mean, it's it, it doesn't end well. Yeah, I look at the value. Like I, I was looking at just looking at a few of these uh, contracts. You know, that we're discussing. Like, look at the value of a Dylan Larkin who is signed for another like four years through twenty twenty three. He only gets six point one at AAV. Yeah. But Dylan Larkin is an excellent top center. I mean, he can do it all, and, and he centers that very underrated top one nobody talks about with Anthony Mantha and Bertuzzi's son Tyler. And uh, he's yeah. a cap. He's going. Did they give him? Did they give the captaincy yet to him? I don't think they have, but he will be there. Yeah, captain. they did on opening night. No, no, I get him an opening. He, he deserves it. And yes, yeah. yes. I guess when you when you look at, if you compare that, you know the Devils basically and, paid and Rico a million more. Yeah, a million and a half more. Basically, yeah. But so. like you look at, like I said, yeah, give Nico four. Give him a bridge deal. Give him four. I have no problem with it because he's not to me. And I've watched and hockey a long time. He hasn't proven it yet. He hasn't proven it yet. Yeah, it's I mean, not, that's the whole thing. It's not that he I hasn't understand. proven it. It's not that he hasn't proven it. The team around him hasn't proven it yet. That, that's Tell a very good point. Tell that I mean, they're going to be right in New there. Jersey in 10 years. Think yeah, about the it. Only thing, they're, they're, the only thing a, I will say to that that when you when you have, you have when you draft a Nico Heischer and then all of a sudden you hit the jackpot and you get a Jack Hughes, all of a sudden you got two setters that you could build around for quite a while. So then that's good. And, and wait till Ty Smith. I know they were expecting him. He just didn't make it this year. He didn't have a good camp. But but he'll be part of yeah. that one going forward. I don't know what's going to happen with the goaltending. Obviously Blackwood. They need Blackwood to. To be the guy because Corey's Corey can't stay healthy. I like Corey, but you know it is what it I is. They, they, they've got a they, uh, that organization's kind of mishmash right now. They're they're, they're a little bit of know, a dicey situation. You know, like and then you look at where like you look at the Devils and you start legitimately talking about like where they are right now. They finally got themselves, they're still sort of in cap hell. But if you're, it's a rebuilding year, like people are saying, how the fuck do you rebuild without a two and a three this year and a two next year? That's right. They, they gave up, uh, they gave up those drafts. They gave up a two and a three this year for, for, for Gusev. They gave up two. And they gave up Santini, who was one of their best defensemen. And Andy Green is still on this team. And Travis Zajac is still on this team. Those guys aren't going anywhere, though. You're not, you're not going to move those guys. And the one thing I will say about those guys is they're still valuable. Could have they're them veterans. Out. They're, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy them out. You know, your your defense is just too young. And and Zajac, that I know that contract was, you know, it's a bad contract dealer. But the one thing about Zajac, having that veteran presence, especially for young centers, forward from is good. So. So it's it's very and similar to the Rangers keeping Mark Stahl, and Mark Stahl still plays hard nose, but yeah, he's going to make some mistakes. Caps, he has to make one tonight. But having having those guys around can help. You still need you still need guys like that around. So that's and here's one like, thing I'll here, this is what scares this is what scares me with the Devils. 
Okay, you look past this year. Okay, you're still paying <laughs> Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk is like fucking Bobby Bonilla. Wow. I, you still yeah, have that. I forgot about that. You still have you still have that on there, which I think is ludicrous. The guy retired. Left the league. You, you should that should come up. But you still have the bail. You still have the buyout for two more years on Camilleri. The great thing is, is that you lose Andy Green this year. That's five million bucks off the books. You know the one thing I will say too, if if they are losing, they have him nobody this year, signed past twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, you and Andy Green. You know, if your team. He's a fucking parking company. If they're not a, right, basically what I'm trying to say is if they're not going to be a playoff team, yeah, mm-hmm. a contender might look to acquire an Andy Green because Andy Green has that veteran experience. He could block shots. You know, he could be in, in like in more company. of a secondary role. In more of a secondary role, he yeah. can he can be that kind of guy. So a team might look might might be interested in him. He could get back healthy. Because he, he does add value and he could be used on a third pair instead of having to play what he has to play. Which is out of position. Yeah. Uh, all right, the gang's here. From the great state Ooh. of California. He is a handsome gentleman. A damn good friend. He is Mr. Brian Sanborn. How are you, buddy? Good. We're, well, we're friends again. We were enemies for like a night. But other than that, we're good, right? <laughs> please don't right, please don't let me relive that we're, we're, night. That was, a tar- that was a tough night. We're at a beast place. We're at a beast place a year. That's it. How's it going? We have two fights here. Hey, Brian, yeah. all right, so I waited for you. As soon as you texted me, I waited for you. Mm-hmm. For my re- my radical NHL realignment plan. Okay. What do we got? Okay. So, we're gonna, so me and Derek decided that we were going to name me as the original four. So we were going to bring back the Adams. We were going to bring back the uh, Norris. We were going to bring back the Patrick division because I love the Patrick division. And we we're going to bring back the Smythe because okay. fuck the hockey. Fuck new pink hat hockey fans. I don't know who the fuck these people are anyway. I know. And then we were going to throw in contemporaries of uh, Bobby Orr, Gretzky, well, so we think okay. of Eric. Um, I, I like I like the you idea. Could do Bowman. That, do, oh. You could do Bowman. Oh, yeah, that's a good Ooh. one. Man. You know, if you're gonna, aren't, aren't some of these guys old coaches? These Patrick Adams, like, what is their, what is their? Um, Why don't you just do it out builders? Harvard, if you're gonna do a couple of coaches, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, but. I wasn't thinking of them. I was just going players. Like, we had Bobby Orr, Gretzky, Gordy. Elaine Vigneault. Lemieux. Uh, Yeah. A.V. The Jacques Lemaire division. (laughs) The Jacques Lemaire division. Jacques Jacques Lemaire. Yes. The A.V. Flyers had a very tough tough road trip there. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I know. I know. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, hold on. I got a better one. I got a better one. I got a better one. How about the handsome Ralph Claude Julien division? Since he's coaching every goddamn oh, team in the league. Oh, come on. <laughs> handsome yeah. Ralph. 
Man, All right, man. so this is my rat. Me, me and Derek got into this on the Twitter before. Not like Devil fans. Derek, while I'm doing this, you can literally look through my my replies and see how much Devil fans fucking hate me. Um, you say one bad thing about Nico Heischer about how he robbed the Devils. And it's like you fucking can't say that. <laughs> it's like they're all fucking like yeah. your mom's like didn't jerk them off this morning. Um. But whatever, we want random themes. It's, uh, whatever, we can do that. <laughs> so, here was my idea. Keep right, geographic rivalries. Keep old rivalries. Okay. Get it to where you go to, like, the way the NFL has it with eight, four-team divisions so that you could play more games in your division. And then, okay. you know, then you That's can figure out from... Right, which Derek has been preaching. That's what kind of led me to this. So okay. I mean, really, really, you you said it. You said it. You tweeted me back before, right? The Sharks and the yeah, Vegas Golden Knights played two games without Evander Kane being carded because Evander Kane did something stupid, and they're going to be done by what? Yeah. Christmas? I think it's January first. I I really think they play like that. I, I think they play once in November and once in December. Yeah. Well, there's a and, lot and of the Rangers and Devils. The I mean, Rangers and Devils. They just played, right? Now, the Rangers and Devils' mm-hmm. next game is after Thanksgiving, whatever, November 30th, and they only have two games left. <laughs> how, how does yeah. that work? Exactly. Yeah, how are the Devils going to get people to show up to their building if they only play the Rangers more twice at home? I mean, what's that left? Um. <laughs> hey, if you play the Rangers, Fine. you schedule the Rangers. The young Devils, hey, if you schedule the Rangers, I mean, though, like eight times at, at, at home, you might win six mm-hmm. out of the eight games, man. You also need to bank in some fights and points, baby. <laughs> it's like last night. Bank speaking of the points. Sharks, speaking of the Sharks, the Sabres have a weird home-and-home with the Sharks coming up this week. <laughs> Why do they do that? They play like, the Sharks oh, at, in San Jose on Saturday, and then they play home yeah. against the Sharks on Tuesday, next Tuesday. <clears throat> That's, it's stupid. Like, they uh, just but, did that with uh, the I, I got, I even and Winnipeg. They took out Dials and Winnipeg. They got their two games out of the way. I got an even, I got an even dumber one for you guys though. How does the NHLPA say yes to the Flyers starting the season in Europe, coming home for a night, and going out to the West Coast? It's weird. I thought Donald How about this was like all fucking. Yep. It, mm-hmm. It's like they don't even think. It's like they they don't think. You know, they had the Rangers no, play there's what, no two games. The Rangers played twice, right? They played twice in the first three days of their schedule, and then, oh, well, just they'll be off until next the following Saturday. Then they'll get another four days off, and they'll play three games off, three games in their first thirteen days. And there were teams already. Have and it's not like the Garden's games. being used a lot right now. There, it's well, not. listen, listen. Here's a here's a weird anomaly for you. You ready for this? So. Mm-hmm. From March 1st to the end of the season, the Sabres have 20 games. You know how many, you know how many games they played in their division in those 20 games? Two. Four. <laughs> listen listen oh. to their last week of their season. You ready for this? I was close the last two. Weeks, no, how about this? They're home. Mm-hmm. They're home to the Capitals on a Monday. They're at the Devils on a Thursday. They're home to the Flyers on a Saturday. The next week, they host the Capitals mm-hmm. again. They play the Devils again. They play the Flyers again. They play the same three teams out of division in consecutive weeks on the same night. 
Uh, I mean, hey, we're having our. Um, I mean, it's we. Well, the, the if we're having problem, our pre-festival. If we're going to do our pre-festivist airing of grievances, can I grieve that Massachusetts has gone to plastic, has gone to paper straws at sporting events? Uh, Well, welcome to my world for the last several months. You have to ask for a straw. When you when you you when you go to when you when you go to a restaurant in California, you have to ask for a straw. They will not purposely give you a straw. You have to ask for it. And okay, I'd rather ask no, for a play. You know what? Citizens Bank Ballpark, like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania's gone to this plastic, you know, straw shit. At least they were smart mm-hmm. enough to get the lids like Starbucks has. That's like a fucking sippy cup. Like we're twelve, like we're twelve months old now, and we all have to drink out of sippy cups. I don't give a fuck that a <laughs> straw's going up a turtle's nose. <laughs> God damn it, the soda tastes like shit. But. Well, and you sit there and you get these story. souvenir sodas at these fucking games. By the time the fuck, by the time you're ready to drink the fucking thing, the goddamn straw is like disintegrated into the cup. Fuck off. How about, a, how about this one? It's a straw. It's Jen, Jen and I went to. Kitty Garden doesn't even want you bringing a fucking lighter. <laughs> we, we went to we went to a restaurant in Malibu. The straw was made of uncooked pasta. You know what? It was raw. It was I think raw I, I would have. I, I ate it. I, I ate it. I would have. <laughs> I took a bite. I would have. I, I, I think I might have. I think I would have Yeah. It was an iced tea and it was uncooked. Yeah, I'm serious. It was a Malibu. Oh, man. It, okay. it was un. So, anyway, well, there. Zach, I thought you were going to tell me that the store was made of soy. In which part? No. Which I would have just. No. Crazy. No, it was, it was it was uncooked pasta. It was very interesting. And I said, wait a minute. I took a bite. Wait a minute. That tastes like uncooked pasta. And lo and behold, it was. Hey, Pro- mm-hmm. My wife wants to know because she's listening to the show, but she's on the other side of the apartment. Does the straw last okay. long? Yeah, actually, it does. Like, how long does it discolored on the bottom? Like, the, the yellow huh. part of the pasta becomes a little white on the bottom, but it's still fine. It still stays together. The integrity <laughs> of the straw still stays together. Yeah. Does it taste so better than paper? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Stop. That is the most unusual thing I've there. ever seen. When it came oh, yeah. to uh... Brian. Hmm? The Anaheim Ducks. You said the Ducks would be improved. They're winning 4-2 over Carolina. I told Let's you. All, how, I, I've been bullish on Anaheim all summer. You know that. Michael Delzano mm-hmm. has an assist and it's plus two. Whoa! There you go. Well, because you know, do you know how many? Do you do you know Anaheim lost the most games to injury last year by a mile in the league? Wasn't even close. Like, they had like, a lot of guys like, out games last year. or something. Yeah, and they, you know, and I think you know, you look at their. Go- I think they've the most underrated goalie in the NHL. I think Gibson's no, an excellent like, goalie I and top five goalie. Yeah, but he's not. We don't talk about him a lot. Like a lot of people don't talk about Gibson. Like if you think about it, and they have ex- they got really good lines. Richard Raquel's excellent. Richard Adam Raquel. Henrique. Oh, by the way, he scored again tonight. He's got five goals. Devil fans. Um, I should have hey, drafted him. Tell you that, hey, Devil fans will tell you that Adam Henrique sucks in the whole. Don't get me started, please, mm. Brian. I know. I listen, please. George. I got to get my shots in when I can. You know, what can I do? 
but please, you know, no, um, you know, no, but the devil. I really you know, wish the all these turd Yeah. I wish all those turd burglars who sat there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, honey, what did Pat McAfee use instead of assholes? Fart cannon. What? All them fart cannons. The the fart cannons that sit there and told me I was an idiot on the Twitter machine. They mm-hmm. all sat there and started following me. Show's been tweeted. Yep. And then they didn't even get the balls to call in because God forbid they call in because they'll put your foot mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, Edmonton just got uh, final. They won two to one. They're back on top in the NHL. They're seven to one. How much right. of that is Let's just the this. impact of, of uh, James Neal has nine goals? By the way, James Neal has nine goals now. James Neal already. It's four seven yep. goals last James year. James Neal. Yep. Well, he's got when you you know this yeah. is why. This is why you should have taken Elias Patterson instead of Heishner because when you get franchise centers, they make everybody better. Yeah. I mean, Jack Eichel's, Jack Eichel's going to make a lot of money for two players, Sam Reinhart and he already mm-hmm. for Jeff Skinner. And he's going to do the same for Sam Reinhart when he scores 75, 80 points this year and he gets paid big time either by the Sabres or by somebody else if he, if he goes somewhere else. So that, yeah. you know, but you have to have that. You just, you have to have that guy I mean, it goes without saying. So, so what explains the if the Dallas Stars no, but the, the season started? Well, this is this is. Let's just explain October in general. First of all, okay, you get very uneven schedules. You get uneven May games. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we were talking earlier, the Sabers haven't played Boston. The Sabers haven't played Toronto. They haven't played Munch. They haven't played Tampa Bay. They haven't played Washington. They haven't played so any of those. Well, no, they played a couple of good teams, but it's just – it's the point is we don't have a good enough sample size. This could be just a random part of the season where they go 6-1-1, and, and it's good. But let's see how they do yeah, this is kind of like seven to ten games. Yeah, I mean, remember I mean, last year? Like remember this. last year they were in first place? They were in first place, but all of a sudden they started playing. Well, yeah, this, started playing you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you, though. I'm here to tell you this, 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 this team looks a lot different than that one. There are a lot of differences. They're more balanced. Yeah. I think that was more of a magical run than this one. I think this one is more legit, in a sense, than the other. But I don't think, I don't think the Savers are an elite team yet. Do I think they're going to compete for a playoff spot? Oh, absolutely. But that doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. going to be. You know, they're not going to be up there. I don't think they're going to hang with Boston and Tampa Bay. Let's just put it that way. I would be very surprised. That, that's all I'll say. Personally, Carter Hutton I, I think like I think if Carter, I think Bluff Carter Hutton was better than Tampa. Like personally, I think. Well, hard to say. I mean, you know, I, it's just too early. I mean, Carolina, you know, losing. It's just too. It's too early to gauge. It's too early. On an everyday You're basis. Right. You got to look at in blocks of ten games. Like, okay, like mm-hmm. what if they never win their next three games? Then okay, yeah, it's not a great start, but they're not buried. You know, they and, and, we're, and they're and still not firing John Hines. Well, you know, hey. Like right uh, now, the teams in my mind that have to worry, there's, the teams that right now that really have to worry are Dallas and Minnesota, especially Dallas. 
Yeah. I mean, they've played nine games or one seven and one. That's a team that to me is already in deep trouble because their division is really tough. First of all, yeah. I picked the Stars to win the division. Did I take so? though? <laughs> yes. Um, you can. Come on, Derek. Yeah, like knew, Minnesota's one and six. <laughs> I mean, I knew Minnesota was going to be terrible. I didn't like Minnesota at all. I think Minnesota's going to be really bad. Though. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to yeah, clean up some things. I don't know, probably better. So off. Garrett's got a poor cutoff room. And the Kings are the Kings are awful. You know, the Rangers. I don't know what to make of your team yet. I'll give them a little uh, more time. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with the conference. Oh, you! What a shock! Wait, wait! You got any breaking news there? Because Derek's Derek's not happy to coach him. It's like me changing underwear. Oh, I do have it. Yeah, there it is. Breaking news: Derek's not happy with coaching. Derek Felix does like, not the like Dan biggest Quinn. non-shock, non-shock face ever. But but Derek, hold on. Out of the two guys who coached at BU in the in the Tri State area or on the pass line, um, I take Dan Quinn over John Hines any day of the week. David Quinn, yeah, yeah. Uh, David Quinn, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I would take Quinn David over. Qu- him the one thing I will say. When I look at CQ and his press conferences, he is just—he's a no-nonsense guy. He's definitely yeah. a no-nonsense guy, and he will call—he'll even—he'll call out, you know, when he doesn't like things. So that's true. I, I can't really—I don't know. I—I've I, seen well, Hines coach, and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the problem with Hines, and I—and I've talked to guys who played at BU with him. Um, you know that. Friends of mine that you know play in the NHL that actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, I got three things from one of them a couple weeks ago, and I want to throw these got these three things at you guys. One, John Hines is Chris Drury's ball washer, and that's the only reason he got a job. Two, the <laughs> Devils signed traded for and the Devils traded for and signed two black guys so that they could you know somehow you know endear themselves to the neighborhood. Ah, wow. In three, <laughs> Ray Shiro is not a good GM. You know, I, I used to really like Ray Shiro, but, you yeah, know, my devil, really my, devil, my, devil, my devil blogger, my devil blogger has to uh, like <laughs> starts questioning, starts questioning some of the uh, some of the things that they're doing, and even I'm starting to question well, some of them when they move Tom Fitzgerald and assistant GM down to be like the watchdog. I mean, I wrote a whole column about that. I was like, I didn't, I didn't understand it at all. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, there's certainly some things there, and I, I, I don't know. I, can't, I'm not sure about those owners either. I, mean, I feel like the whole PK Subban thing that was just that was just a marquee attraction. That's all that was. It's just marketing. Well, that's all they've been doing is just marketing the hell out of P.K. Subban. I didn't, and then I went I didn't and watched, like that movie at all. When I watched your team, right. when I have watched your team, like I watched the replay of one of, one of your games, and I'm watching Subban just get exposed. Uh, who's that's who's saying thinking. your games? Oh, aren't you a Devils fan? <laughs> no, You're I'm a Bruins, a Bruins fan. fan. I like, that's right. I only right. deal with the all Devils because right. my wife likes them. Ah, because your wife is a – that's right. Okay, so – but when I watched the Devils games, 
but I've watched and I've seen two of them, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, he just can't play. George, you just disappoint me at every every single level possible right now. But that's besides the point. Right, here's yeah. the funny thing. So I was <laughs> at Indy Garden for the Bruins home opener last week. All right, so Devils Bruins, and oh by the way, TD Garden. Good job on redoing the inside of that building. It's great to have two seats that are right next to each other that face each other. Good job. What the heck? <laughs> What's that all about? They redid the inside of TD Garden. They added seats. They added 500 seats to the building. I don't know if you guys saw this, but you have to Google like the people bitching about this. It's that the there. upper row of the upper bowl. They added seats in the middle of the, like, at the top of the aisle. Like, oh, at the top of the stairs. Why would you do that? I mean, I mean that's just going to create more problems for people as far as walking around. Thanks, thanks, Derek. So, here's the great thing that happened at the TD Garden last week. Because some of the seats were fucked up, and they knew they were fucked up, they gave their customer service agent, you know, like their guest services guy, tickets in a mm-hmm. luxury box. Great. So because our seats were fucked up, we got to live the sweet life at the garden. And they had, and there was a couple of devil fans in there. And I, I said to one of the devil fans, I said, well, what do you think? He goes, Andy Green sucks. He's still here. Travis Green, Travis Ajax sucks. He's still here. And I have no idea why we have P.K. Subban. I guess they want to sell jerseys. Sorry, he's right. He's right on the third thing. I mean, they want to sell jerseys. That's all that is. But I will I will stand by what I said about why why having Green in his last year's contract is good because you know, he blocks off and maybe a team will actually be interested in him. If you're out of it. And yeah, it is a full season. That's the only problem. Zajac is a guy, is a good guy to have, you know, from for Heaser and he needs to learn from. And he's and he's a nice player. He, he, look, he's not worth. He's not going to be worth his salary. But that salary was was given no. by Leon Merle a long time ago. So mm-hmm. there's not much he could do. Well, about let, it. let's well let's not forget. Lou gave that salary, that contract to Zajac because. He was under. He was the only one under the impression that he was worth the shit, and he was like, there was so much backlash because of them losing uh, Parise that they had to sign him. That, that's the only reason why. Yeah, he he fettered well, the uh, what was it called? The, the ZZ Top one. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Derek. By the way, it was a really good line. Something. You want to hear something interesting? Here's a speaking of contract. Yeah. Ten of the thirteen forwards on the Sabers are one-year contracts. And another one's Evan. on a two-year contract. Reinhardt, Savoca, Shiri, VC, uh, Rodriguez, Gergesen, Larson's, Middlestat, and Olsen are all on one-year contracts. Then they have Candela on one-year contract. So they have a lot of one-year contracts. A lot. Like when you do short-term deals, it's good. Yep. Yeah. Because you got players that are hungry. Just, I'm looking at something. Lot, oh, and the goalie. They have a lot of the goalie. And Derek's favorite player is Zach hey, hey. What? 
Derek, could you answer this question for me? Oh, I don't know. I'm just messing with you. What's that? Derek, could you answer what? this question for me? What do you got? How there? is Blake Coleman making? How is Blake Coleman making 1.8 and Miles Wood makes 2.75? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't really have a rational explanation. But yeah. like, if I was I, I'll go totally back to honest with you, the if I was honest, <laughs> I think that Blake Colbert could have an A on his jersey because I, I watched the way that guy plays. He plays balls out every shift. He finishes his checks. He's, and he's, he works his butt off. He's good short-handed. He scores goals. He's just he's just a damn good player. He's a damn good player. Can that's, I tell what you interview for him who he reminds me of? Uh, I and know he, what you're going to say. Who? Jay Pandolfo. What do you think? I was going to say Madden. John Madden. That, that's who he reminds me of. He's got a little more, I think he's got a little more skating and I think and Matt had Yeah. No, I, I was I was gonna go I was gonna go Pandolfo because Madden was a center, Coleman's not. Well, but Coleman's I mean, a jack of all trades. Yeah, but Brandon Pandolfo. McKay. <laughs> Remember when Chico Rescue You know what I like when Chico Ress used to call Randy McKay the Rocket when he would score goals. Oh man. <laughs> Like, who in their right damn mind would call Randy McCain the Rocket? Chico Rush. You know what? I like Chico. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, Chico's great. Is he still doing, like, the radio? Is he still doing radio? Yeah, he's doing a radio. They they don't have radio. They have have a podcast for their hockey games. It's a joke. I think you have to download the game. This is another reason why I cannot stand what WFAN has become because they're run by a bunch of morons. They're run by a bunch. Oh of no, morons. they did this be. No, no, no. The Devils were this way before they. The Devils were there before this. Um. That's true. Yeah, but they used they used to have their games on. I mean, so I could hear I could hear Matty Lockwood and I could hear Chico Russian. Here, Chico, I was like, I was excited about Chico being back. Now I can't even ask what I got to do. I got to log on to radio.com so I can hear Chico. I think you have to download the game. I think to listen to Devil Games, you have to wait until the game's over and then download it the next morning so you can listen to it in the, in the car on the way home. That's embarrassing. I mean, at least even the Islanders had some of their games on on WFN. Now they're going to ESPN. They're, they're, I think they, I think they're on their, they're going to be on their status channel or something. 1050 yeah, they're or 1050, whatever. I, think. I think that's great. All right. Good for the Islanders. But, like, how the hell are the Devils all of a sudden, like, the, they did, you know, so the, the Devils used to be, like, right there. You know, they were right there or right behind the Rangers. 177. Yeah, they used to be That was a Lou thing. What station yeah. are they that on That was a Lou thing, though, because Lou wanted them to be I'm on the fans. I'm so disconnected. Yeah. What, what what stations are these are these teams on now? The Islanders went from um, WFAN to ESPN Radio. Wait, the Islanders were on. Wait a minute, hold, hold on. The Islanders were on WFAN for only yep. a little bit. They would they would basically do some of their games, like they did some of their playoff games, and then they went to Hofstra. They were Hofstra Radio last year, and now 
they're doing 1050 ESPN, which is what used to be ESPN Radio before they went to. I mean, they're, be, they went, they're better off going. They're better off going to the archives and doing Jerome from Manhattan's greatest hits than play the Islanders on the radio. Yeah, you don't understand. I don't think Brian Copperheads, George, how hilarious it is yeah. to listen to Chris King call the Islanders games when they score a goal. Oh. He goes absolutely right. crazy. It's the greatest thing. Is, is yeah. he like? Is he like the guy from the Tampa Bay Lightning that just screams you know and goes bananas? No. Now the guy in Tampa just screams. Yeah, literally. Hey, screams. I tell you though. I don't know if I did a good impersonation or off. That's you doesn't actually. You did. Funny. It was close. Do you, got, do you know but how that guy on made it screams when they score? I'm sorry. That's how he sounds. I, I... Who? <laughs> do you, do you... He's so oh, goodness. I have to listen to it. Do you guys you, listen You've got to look you... into it. You better. I will. I will. Do you know who the Tampa guy is where he screams? Oh, my and then God. You have Phil... God. And, then, and then you insane. have Phil Esposito in the background. It's a train wreck. It's tremendous. I mean, it, it's what you got to listen to. Because like, Esposito is great. And, and then you have yeah. this guy just screaming at Thomas Lugsy. It's, it's a weird combination, but it's, it's, it's very interesting. But it works. But yeah. it works because it's Tampa. Like, you're yeah. talking about, like, the Islanders. Like, the Islanders would be yeah. better off. The Islanders and the Devils. And, and you know what? And, like, I have a huge problem with the Devils media mm-hmm. in general because yeah. it's like Czar Dolan runs it, and he's like, you can't say anything bad about the team. It's like I almost feel bad for Kenny Danica. Like, he can never say anything. Like, he he at least has a little bit more gravitas where he can say, like, you know, they suck. Yeah. Um but then you get to listen to like the in between periods, and it's Bryce Salvador, and he's like, everything's fucking rainbows and unicorns and pony, show ponies and shit. I'm like, fucking, oh, I man. like Zolak yeah. because Zolak at least takes the Patriots to pass and they suck. Um, you know, but that's God, like man. Rob Rob Davis. Like he he said early on, he's like, we couldn't figure out what Bryce Salvador adds to the Devils broadcast. Still does, still can't. Now, so you're, His name is like Bryce. if you want a homer, that's not it. Hey, if you want a homer call, there's no better than Brady's in the gun, bolt into his left. He's got the who man on the right wing with Dobson to the right. Collie and Tompkins left. Brady throws it to the end zone for Kenbrell Tompkins leaping. He's got it. Touchdown! He's got it. Kenbrell Tompkins. Brady's back. That's your quarterback. Oh. There's no better oh. color guy than than Joe. But right. I don't know about that. But but you know, I, can Joe, you, can you Joe, me? Joe is, Hold on. Joe is let me, a national. Let me get a party bag. Joe is a national treasure. All right, Brian. Let, let's get into this conference realignment before we forget to do it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> let's get back to this. Let's go. Yeah, we were supposed to do like a half an hour ago. All right, mm-hmm. Derek, you ready? Do we want to go like east at once, and then we can talk about I'm it? I'm ready when you are. Or you want to go? What, uh, let's go. Or you want to go? Let's go. Actually, so I'm going to actually be quiet and let's go with Brian. So I'm meeting the show. All right. So it, I my radical realignment for the NHL, which I think would actually work, it would 
you would be able to get this done. Um, four eighteen or eight fourteen divisions, as opposed to the four uh-huh. eighteen divisions they're going to have. Now uh-huh. you would have to wait until 2021, 2022 to do this, um, with with Seattle joining the league. And Seattle, when it happens, Seattle is joining the Pacific. Arizona's moving to the Central. Good for them, right? Yeah, right, great. Well, that's well, you know, Batman wants that. Well, this is the, this is the first fundamental flaw of the NHL. The NHL is not geographically aligned in a balanced way to have it be geographical in the first place. If you don't know oh, that Los Angeles Brian, is in the, the if you don't know that Los Angeles is, you, if you don't know Los Angeles is in the Pacific, get a map. If you don't know, if you don't know Boston is in the East Coast, get a map. Figure it out. I mean, there is there should be no geographic alignment of divisions because it's not geographically balanced. Ah, but I can almost do it. Okay. Could almost do it. All right. And there's like but, a couple where I, mean, I could they, they shouldn't make their names of divisions based off geographics is my first big problem. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, but I have a couple stars next to teams that we could move around if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. So, in uh, Division One, which we'll um, – I guess we'll call it Patrick Division, right? I guess. All right. Look. Okay. Um, Rangers, Devils, Flyers, Islanders. Makes sense. Okay. Which means the NHL will never do it. Well, the um, Adams division. Yeah. <laughs> it makes okay. sense. That's the problem with it. It makes sense. The Adams division Boston, Montreal, Buffalo, Toronto. Boston, Montreal, Buffalo, Toronto. Well, that's all the rivals. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Okay. All right, we'll dub yeah. the Lemieux division until we find something better. Uh, Pittsburgh, oh. Washington, Ottawa, Detroit. You know, first of all, Detroit should have never moved. I, I you know, they they belong in the West. I'm sorry, or the or the Campbell Conference, or whatever. You know, you should have never moved them, but they did. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, you could put Detroit with Buffalo in them, but you can't move anybody out of there either. You can't bring yeah. up Montreal, Toronto. You have to say move Montreal. You can't Ottawa. bring up. You can't bring up Montreal, Toronto. No, you can't bring up Boston. You can't Montreal, bring up Montreal and Boston. No, and you can't really move Buffalo off that spot either because of the Toronto thing, and and even Boston yeah. and Montreal. You just can't do it. So that that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Or I got I mean, it. It's not All ideal, right, so we'll but make... it's not. I mean, it's not optimal, Instead but it, 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 it's it. what would work. Yeah. Instead of naming that the Lemieux Division, we'll name that the Big Ten. Now to the SEC, um, Florida, Tampa, Columbus, <laughs> Carolina. Florida, Tampa, Columbus, Carolina. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, Columbus and Carolina are kind of on an island there because they don't really have a natural rival, you know, in that mm-hmm. sense. But, I mean, I guess Carolina, yeah, I mean, that's just they're geographically just not aligned properly. To have a natural rival, so I would say Colorado's biggest rival would probably be the Caps, just based on some of the series they play. It's got it. Yeah, see, but like, that's not really a so rivalry. Like you could move, like I, so. I have this where you could interchange Columbus and Washington, whatever way you wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. 
and then you can just change that to the ACC and then make the other one the Big Ten, really. Um, okay. But you kind of want to keep Pittsburgh and Washington because of the old Patrick division shit. Yeah, we can't get the old Patrick division but, together, so that's the problem. But look, well, not in, my real not problem. My real problem with NHL right now is the division names, this stupid playoff format, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's okay to cross rival. I mean, you have the Sabres played the Flyers five times in 17 years in the playoffs. Actually, I'm sorry, six times in 17 years in the playoffs, and they went three and three. Yeah. They were great series. They were epic battles, fights, brawls. It was just, I mean, they were huge. They're huge rivals, but yet they don't play each other anymore in the playoffs. So it's it's gone. So oh, You're never going to see that again. Florida. Oh, great, we get to play Florida more than we get to play Philadelphia. Why? Yeah. Like you know, it, it's you know what I mean. Like I'm okay with. Well, this the is the problem with but, the NHL having 32 teams, Brian. You NHL shouldn't have 32 yeah. teams. From yeah, who'd you get like, rid of? At the end of Arizona, I'd get rid of Ottawa. <laughs> Ottawa, Badly, Arizona, yeah. Columbus, because it's a well, big, it's a football school, football town. Not yeah, Columbus do you really, do you really need to have? Do you really need to have the Florida Panthers when you got the Lightning there? Oh. See, that's my problem with Florida in general. They don't care about professional sport teams. The only professional sports no. team they give a fuck about is the Dolphins, and the Dolphins suck. <laughs> That's true. Like, the well, only Florida, care about the Dolphins. Florida, Florida is very transient. They have a lot of transplants. I mean, you don't get a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people from everywhere else. It's kind of like what happens here a little bit, too. Well, but, you it's know, not only LA. that. LA's got a lot more deeper in its than than... Miami and all that, but they, you know they still, you know, no, but but people in, in people in Florida care about the Canes, the Seminoles, and, and the Gators. After that, they don't give a. They wouldn't even know the fucking the the. They don't even know the Lightning are in the playoffs half the time. Probably not. The, the Lightning actually have had so much success. They probably do, they actually probably do have more poor fans than. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's all you know. it's all Ranger fans that moved down to Tampa. Now, like, ooh, we get Florida. First of all, why do they call the Florida Panthers? Why can't they call them the Miami? Name? It has some identity. I don't know. I don't really have they play in Miami. They don't play in Florida. It's Florida Panthers thing is ridiculous. They don't even play in Miami, Miami right? something. They're close they enough. They play in Sunrise. I don't think close enough. They're close enough yeah, to Miami. Right, like, you know what I mean? Let's like, not forget this. How many mm-hmm. profe- how many sp- professional sports arenas are in Florida? The Heat have their own building. The Panthers have their own building. Tampa Bay has their own fucking building. Like, why do they need a separate hockey and basketball arena in fucking Miami? Yeah, what I'm saying is maybe the, Ra- the Rangers don't have Bay. that. If you get the Miami-Tampa Bay names, maybe that would create more more oh, it's our team, it's Miami's team, not Florida. You, you know what I mean? Like, Miami versus Tampa Bay, if they were both great, would have a little bit more juice to me than Florida-Tampa Bay. I, I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like when the Angels were the California Angels. Like, what exactly is that? I mean, the state's gigantic. Like, why are you calling them the California Angels? Now they're well, the when Anaheim, they have a little more territory. Well, that, that's ridiculous. Near but the when they should be in by the 405. 
<laughs> near Disneyland yeah. by the door. I take every. Like, yeah, I'm actually by the five. But who's counting? Uh, I take it every. I pass it every morning to work. I pass that thing. You, you knew exactly morning. what I was saying, though, Brian. Thank you. Yes, I always got to have the fucking yeah. from California. It's got a fucking my idea. You know what I mean? It's like right. Anaheim versus Los Angeles is different. You know, there's no there's no connection between Anaheim and, and Los Angeles. They're completely different counties. Yeah. They're different. <clears throat> you know, it's like saying, oh, like I am. Yeah, it's just it's just seems ridiculous. It really is. It's like New Jersey. Thank God the Devils are still New Jersey because who the fuck would want to root for the Newark Devils? Right. Sounds like no, a I get that. I I'm okay with the New Jersey Devil part because New Jersey it's smaller. We are the ones, and you don't have another team in the state. If you had another team in the state, then it'd be a little bit different. Yeah, the Point Pleasant. I, I still I still wish the New Jersey Devils forward. played in New Brunswick area instead of Newark. I wish they played in Hoboken. I wish they played in Brunswick. No, see, here's the... You know what? I'd agree with you. Yeah. I'd agree with you, but I've been to the banks of the old Raritan. Mm -hmm. That's worse than the Patriots playing in fucking Foxborough. Go in 18 well, or 27 you, after a fucking Rutgers game when they actually have people there, like when they play like Penn State or Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah, try getting out of that fucking shithole. No, thank you. Well, you, connect, you, you could connect the New Jersey Transit by the New Brunswick trains, and you could do it that way. That would be one help. Yeah, but then you're, yeah, but that's even worse because that's like a fucking town. Like you're, it, it doesn't work because of the college. Well, so think because it's by a big college, so you get a college credit, you get some college people going to the games, and you would get, you know, you would get some of that crowd. Yeah. There's enough population around there to support it. Plus, you get people from the south. You still get people coming down from the north a little bit. Yeah, but you're still too, but guess, yeah, but from there you're still really gonna work. You're still yeah, too close to Philly. Right. There, it, it works better up north. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. It's like, it's right, like the Buffalo Sabres, uh, the New York Sabres. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. Right? Oh, the New York Sabres play the New York Rangers when there's no <laughs> – that's what Florida's about. The Florida Panthers are buying you. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right. M- moving on to the uh, Campbell Conference. Nice. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, what would be the old Norris division. Nice. Sort of. St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville. St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville. Okay. Actually works geographically. See, I, this of. is where I wish. This is where I wish you could flip Nashville and Detroit and put Detroit in this division, and then put Nashville somehow with Carolina and Columbus and all those teams. Well, we do have a blank canvas, Brian. We can do that. The but only, you know what I mean? Like, see, this is my problem. Is maybe, maybe National Carolina could be an interesting match for a rivalry. But, you know, Detroit, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago. I mean, that's the one that, that – that was the only one that they broke that, up that's with. Why Detroit should, that's, that's, why Detroit should have, that's why Detroit should have stayed in the West. Absolutely. And what should be called the West? See, that's the point. But they should be with Chicago. See <laughs> – if I had it my way, and if there was a way to do it, 
Or maybe you could do it for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I would love to do it like the AFC and the NFC. Yeah, well, what, I don't, what's I don't, I don't know if it's more. Are you suggesting moving the Rangers? Are you suggesting moving two L.A. teams? It, put one L.A. team in one conference, one L.A. team in another conference, and one New York team in one conference, and one year in another conference? Uh, let, like let's finish my idea, conference and then we can kick and that around. Okay, okay. Because I think we're on to something that I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. But this could be a good idea. All right, the the next one, which we could name after Gary Bettman because these are all Gary Bettman fucking stooge things. Colorado, Dallas, Colorado, Dallas, Arizona, Winnipeg. Oh jeez, like Winnipeg's kind of on an island there too. Jeez. Well, yeah, because where they are, but they're all hit. You got to put them somewhere. You'll you'll see why I put Winnipeg there though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some Edmonton, Edmonton. Oh wait, you'll you'll okay. see why I did what I did. San okay. Jose, Anaheim, the Kings, Vegas. That's a that's a perfectly lined division right there. That doesn't get much better. No, there's not much travel. That's one. <laughs> What's the longest flight? Two hours. No. Um, yeah, probably uh, San Jose to um, Vegas, yeah. That's Vegas. probably about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, probably an hour and a half and Vegas then, to L.A. is not even an hour. So, yeah, that's... Hell, that's we can call that close. the Southwest Airlines division. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hell, we could... Or JetBlue. Instead of... Uh, <laughs> or whoever does it. So I like Instead of, like, you know, the... Pet, yeah. So do I. So instead of the Big East, we could just name that the Amtrak division. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the trains that they're never going to build here to get people from LA to Vegas? Uh, which yeah, they pro- you're going to name, you're gonna name for, something. You're going to name something after Amtrak, and you may as well have a really cool, unique symbol of, of what Amtrak's meat is, which is like a awesome <laughs> picture of like John Candy uh, from uh, playing. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, uh, <laughs> that'd be great logo. And then the um, Tim gracious. Hortons division: uh, Edmonton, nice. Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle. Wow, that's a, that's yeah, that's another nice. One. I like that. That works well. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good to me. Well, Seattle, Vancouver is a perfect match. I mean, that could be a nice rivalry right there, maybe. And then you have yeah. Edmonton-Calgary, yeah. which is... You have to keep those two if you can together. I mean, you know, there's certain teams you have to keep together. You, you just do. I yeah. mean, there's... You know, you have to keep Ducks-Kings together. But then again, if we went radical realignment... Radical, radical realignment. No, but some of those... Edmonton just, and Cal- there'd be radical, radical. But that would just make... I, I, to me, it would make sense. No, so you're not okay you with the four divisions, right? No, because I, 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 I just think with eight, and this is what started this. Derek saying how the Rangers don't play the Devils enough. My thing of Vegas and San Jose not playing enough. 
be wanting everybody to play each other more. Oh, yeah. I, mean, uh, I feel like that's how it should be. But that well, certain teams like would love that for forever now. You know? I'm sure yeah. the Sabres would love to have Toronto more times. Make some more money. All right, all right, I got a question. I got a good question for you, guys. All right. Why? Why do... Why do... Let's say... I'll give you an example. Why should the Rangers and Sabres play more than twice? Oh, I know what or that is because that... Yeah, you know what I mean? Game. They play like three games, right? Yeah. They play three, games three games. Yeah. So why not why not make it two games against you know the other two divisions that you have right now? And that's where you get you your add extra one. games. Yeah, add one. And then you add one. Because then well, you would have See the problem with I'm trying to think of like it's when they did the alignment. Well, if you look at it, when they redid the alignment, there was 30 teams. 16 in the East, 14 in the West. And it was four games interdivision in the East, five games interdivision in the West, if you only had seven teams. I want to make yeah, sure I'm I mean, saying this right. Yeah, I mean, it's uneven. It's uneven. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yes. Oh no. Hmm. Yes, I, 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 Derek. I just want to make sure when they did it. I want to make sure I'm right. Okay. Guide to realignment. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay, so the within conference in the Western Division, if you had seven teams, five games versus five teams, and four games versus one team. Well, twenty. Yeah, it's just hard with so many teams. I mean, I would love to see like one big conference, but 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 see like now here's the stupid thing with this. So, the West would play 29 games because of the seven teams. Right? So, you would play Mm -hmm. five games versus five teams. Three home, two away, or two home, three away. And four games versus one team, two home, two away. So, it gives you your 29. Three games versus each uh, each team, non-division, and non-conference would be two games to give you your number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Where doing this before? Hello. Where the? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just keep coming back. Where to, the? Uh, I keep okay. coming to back to that magic number of six. Um. That, that's. Beautiful. But then the again, when. That's a divisive Five already. teams versus two that's teams. Like, they don't have well, that's, that, this two. is what I'm saying. Now that you got them equal. Well, unless you went five. Go five? Seven times five is 35. But then some divisions, some divisions have 
he only have seven suits, so it would be six touchdowns and 30. And it's really hard. You can't do it. You just can't do it. So, yeah. So it's set up. Until that other team comes in from Seattle. Yeah. I don't know. Bryce, they want to talk. They want to play up this whole Jack Hughes Capel Cockle thing, but I mean, they're only playing each other four times. Yes, I don't get it. Did we lose Brian? No, we still there. Brian, you there? You guys there? I think Brian, I'm here. Can you hear me? Derek, can you hear me? Stupid Skype. Uh, we lost? Right, yeah, we're here. Can you hear me? Hold I on. can there hear we you. Go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, my, my, I don't even my, my earbuds died. No, I don't even remember what the heck I was saying. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, until you get to 32 teams, it's completely just batshit crazy. It's irrelevant. But yeah. the way yeah. – it, it's irrelevant, but the way that they, well, like, you have, figured out, like, how you're playing who makes no sense. The other problem is, let's be honest already, they need to cut the schedule by about 12 games. They ain't doing that. Mm-mm. They should, but they won't. No. No. I, 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 or add two games. Yeah, go from 82 to 84. Yeah, I thought about that. Killer preseason game. I want I want left I, 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 I've always said that I don't think you need more than five preseason games. You know, no, I don't think you need any. I don't even think you need more than one or two. Yeah, but like, you know what you could do? You could you throw a four. You know, you, that way Who you're playing. Who watches preseason playing. hockey? Dude, you know, I haven't like, watched preseason hockey They're still trying to get a feel. They're trying to get a feel for like, like if guys should be – if guys can make teams, if they're not going to make teams. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Well, that's like I don't like preseason. But that's like if hate it. if you see the NHL's alignment picture that they put up in 2013 when they did this, the Metropolitan Division cuts the Atlantic Division in half. It's like first of all that name, bring it down a Metropolitan. Bit. It's so. It's so stupid. The name is horrendous. What's the Metropolitan? There's Metropolitans everywhere. There's an L.A. Metro. There's a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, There's I metros still, everywhere. Like, what I is it? You're not going under, one metro? Not, not comprehending how how the Atlantic Division came, your division. <laughs> also, we became the, Met, the Metro Division. You know, why no, don't they that just should call, be the Atlantic yeah. Division. Why don't they just call it the Metro Sexual Division? I just keep going with it. <laughs> well, the, the other problem the NHL, the other problem the NHL has with rivalries is that they don't create them properly. The, and, and this is the, the the problem is they're so obsessed with 
we must show Flyers Rangers, no matter what the teams are doing on the schedule, <laughs> instead of actually playing to the teams that you really should show on on the television. Like the fact that that Eichel and McDavid have never been featured anywhere is ridiculous to me. Like the fact yeah, that and the fact that, that the Devils, you know, Austin, Austin Matthews and, fact- and McDavid are rarely are are, are not. You know, televised. It's just, it's just it's insanity. That would never happen well, in the NBA. Never. Well, that's that's. And it that's doesn't matter where you play. Thing, though, because no, yeah, it doesn't. It shouldn't yeah. be a. They could figure that out. They could figure it out. Yeah, it seems I mean, to be you know I mean? like, take that. You should be able to figure it out. You're right. Oh, it's it could be done. I don't. If they, if they can't, then they're just being stupid. They're just being stupid. Then simulcast it. Who cares? Edmonton, Toronto should be on. They should be yeah. on TV. You should put on. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, they're so obsessed about Philadelphia, Detroit. I mean, nobody cares about that. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, give me give or, me Tampa Bay versus Boston right now. Give me. You know what I mean? Thursday like, night. It was on ESPN Plus. Put a put a Buffalo Toronto game on. Those games are always hot. They're always the crowds are intense, especially for the Buffalo. It's actually better because it's a mixture of 50-50. So it's great. <laughs> Put it on. Like, like no, see, here's my problem. Hockey, like, we last show. night. You know, it's just, it's, oh, it's crazy. Like, here's my problem with last night. You had the yeah. perfect chance to have the series you wanted last year in the playoffs, Bruins-Lightning. And what did they put on NBC nationally? Rangers and Devils. Who the fuck cares? No, 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 but you know what? The Rangers double for Kako and Hughes has some juice. I'm okay with that. I'm all right. Okay, that. but then, but here's the funny thing, Brian. The, the game was not they all that some, great. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, it's and not the, about it's And the about Bruins lightning the, was the a phenomenal game. Well, yeah. But, but here's what I'm saying. You put in You're a little computer, you go, deep, deep, deep. No, yeah. I'm not saying that, but that game shouldn't have been on ESPN Plus. Well, thank God it was. But do you do you, any of you, you get put, ESPN you put, Plus? I do. It's the greatest it. thing I've ever. I, it's the best thing I pay five bucks a month for. So it, it, you like it? You really like it? Love it. So, I mean, for me, right? Because I'm a huge tennis guy, I probably should get it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, they put all those extra matches on. And they, they're, now they're having you should hockey. Get, no, they you got, should get Tennis Channel. You should just get Tennis I, Channel. I, plus have, ten, I, yeah, have, I have the Tennis Channel. It's excellent. No, it's Tennis Channel favorite. Plus. Tennis Channel Plus? They actually have you get everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Because I'm thinking about getting rid of cable. So I'm looking into my options. Uh, we just got rid of HBO finally. Uh, I'll keep HBO. Well, actually, HBO I don't pay for HBO. You know, what? you know what the funny well, thing with that is, though? It's, it's a vehicle start... for the left, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but when you start getting rid of, like, cable, and you start going into, like, all the streaming shit, you don't realize mm-hmm. how much you pay in the end, and you're paying more in cable. Yeah. Oh, I just do Reddit because like favorite games right now. I, but what I'm saying is, if like you get rid of cable, if you get rid of like TV, 
they automatically bump mm-hmm. up the price of your cable. Yes. Right? And then when you start buying, like, all this other streaming shit, the next thing you realize, you're paying more than you would if you just had cable. Well, it depends, though. Like, if... Yeah, I guess, but... Because, like, my in-laws did it, and, like, you realize, like, they went and got, like, YouTube TV or whatever the fuck, Fubo or some shit. And then, like, you realize, like, you're paying a lot fucking more. You know, PlayStation because, like, that's 50 54 ninety-nine a month, you get... Yeah. Uh, NHL yeah, Network, then, you get Tennis Channel, you get all the major stuff, you get a lot of good sports. But... I don't even but know if I want, you know. You're also paying. But, like, so, if like, in your bundle, if you're paying 30 a month for cable, as soon as you, as soon, like, if you have 30 bucks a month for your cable or your Internet, right, as soon yeah. as you drop the television, the cable goes up to mm-hmm. 75 80 Yeah, I know. And then once these cable right now, companies start going, hey, wait, they're, they're all fucking streaming everything. Yeah, we're going to charge you by the gigabyte? Yeah, never, never fucking mind that bullshit. Which, got them Reddit streams. Well, it's like, my, it's like my uncle said. If you're a sports fan of all the sports, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when you start <laughs> using Reddit. Like, if you were just a, if you were just a, like, if you were just a hockey fan, and nothing else, then you could strip all cable and just get the hockey package and then just get the basic, like, sling for 20 bucks a month and you're fine. You know what I mean? Don't yeah, but but that's, if, I don't, that's run by Dish. They don't get the hockey package. That's run anyway. by Dish, so... So, yeah, but that's yeah, run by you know Dish, saying, so once they get into, like, a pissing but, match with but us, You know, but us, we like basketball. I, actually, I've, I've shed the NBA, but if you, you know, college basketball, you like... You want baseball, you want football, you want... Well, football, I, I don't really count football because I never really watch it. I go to the Bills place every week anyway, so I don't really count football. But then if hockey, if you want hockey, you want all this stuff, you, you got to... In tennis, you got to pay for it. You know, yeah. you just do, no matter what. You got to pay for it. If you want it, you got to pay for it. It's just that simple. Unless you want to yeah, do and, and, and that's like, What about that? Uh, you guys heard about the, the you get this joystick thing and it's fucking pretty good. Cody? Fire, fire stick. stick. No, it's called <laughs> Fire what? Stick. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cody, sorry. what? <laughs> Did I just say fire Cody? Fire Stick. <laughs> what? Cody, what? <laughs> yeah, you know what the only problem that comes with Why? We probably should. You know what the only problem that comes out of that is? The technology moves faster than, like, the updates. Yes. So you wind up watching it on Reddit anyway. But I'll tell you what, you want, Derek, you want to get good hockey games? Go to Reddit. Just type in Reddit NHL streams really? and just go yeah. there. Yes, it's excellent. Oh, yep. I, excellent. Have, I, have a, I have a site. I have a site that I can go to. No, just, just do Reddit. Games. Trust me. No. Reddit, 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 do, do Reddit. Hey, why are do you Reddit? talking about because this with something that's being recorded? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like about this. What? 
So Reddit, and they still do Reddit. Now Reddit football streams are a little bit different. Here's the problem with the NFL. Oh, it's a pain in the dick. Is that? Well, because yeah. you, you're watching the Bills, yeah. and it, it's a good game, right? And the game it starts great. Like I was watching against the Giants because I was home sick, so I was watching the Giant. I was watching it on online. But then all of a sudden, people start hammering the feed, and it starts slowing up. You know what I mean? Eventually, you get more and more and more people as the game goes along. And if the game is tight, then it's a it starts stopping and falling, and you know. But, but the hockey yeah. ones are beautiful because not many people are watching it, so it's it's good. Yeah, so definitely and try depending that on what team you're watching, like there are oh, some yeah. teams on that where if like. Mm-hmm. They're legitimately uploading their stream from their whatever yeah. straight to like YouTube, and it's like a private YouTube. Wow. Yeah. That. That that's some good shit. Yeah. Oh, but. But. I should the end the of the line. Thing with the like, I'm annoyed at him. Mhm. Football the other thing with the football streams up. Is it you use, like, other websites, not Reddit, because Reddit makes you jump through hoops now? You never never use... But I don't... I've given up on the football as much as possible. I just go watch the game because it's just not worth it. It's just so tough now. No, you just got nowhere to look. I'll send you where I go. When you compare, when you when you compare like football to the other sports, I feel like you're getting so much more football football than you are of any other sport because you have the if you get the NFL red zone, of course they're they're also putting those NFL games on Fox or whatever Thursdays and. And then you have Sunday night, you have Monday night, you have the regional coverage. It's like, and you can get the red zone. So like, I feel like football is just more accessible than other sports. Yeah, but but if you want to watch your team dedicated, then but football's also you know, once a week. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to watch the Bills under, uninterrupted. Like I don't want to watch all these other games. Like, although I mean I pay attention to the scores, but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. I don't want like just just the highlights. I want to see the whole game. So that I'll yeah. do that. The other, but then after that, I really and, don't care. I'll watch whatever. And the only problem I really have with like the red zone channel is when you get into that four o'clock window. If there's four mm-hmm. games on, like if like two of the marquee national games, it seems like they do nothing but show like the marquee mm-hmm. national game. And it's like, what the fuck? I could just turn that goddamn game on at fucking Fox if I wanted to watch your CBS. Oh, by the way, can, can, I, can I rant about something? Can I rant about something I find pretty funny? Is that how these people on the East Coast, they get, they, they bump, they pound their chest. Hey, I'm watching a game at 9.30 in the morning from London. Rookie. Get up at 6.30 in the morning like me when I was watching Carolina last Sunday morning when I woke up at 6.30 <laughs> in the morning. Rookie. <laughs> Please, 9.30 in the morning. That's like by every Sunday. I mean, it's like no big deal. It's like, come on. It's like they act like they're getting up at like the crack of dawn. Like, I remember I went to watch Bill Jaguars at my billboard, and I brought donuts for everybody at like 5.30, the coffee at 5.36 in the morning. <laughs> I was watching the game. <laughs> so that is, that's hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Or being Hawaii, watching it like 
<laughs> watching that three thirty in the morning in Hawaii or something like that. <laughs> That's hard to yeah. By the way, Living George, Dubai if and I'm looking, the games like in the middle of it. Speaking of that, you ready for this, George? I will be uh-huh. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Fourteen, fifteen. I will be well oh, Buffalo, New England on Saturday 12-21, I'll be in the Czech Republic watching that game Is that game the 21st? They keep saying like they don't have like a day for that game or something No, do you know why? They finally make that the Saturday? You know why? I think yeah, it says Saturday, but you why? know what? I think they're, I think they're leaving that game open ended just in case they want to flex it, just in case something wild happens where the because bills like, are like eleven to, yeah, that they're leaving it open for the moment until then they'll probably settle in at some point. Because like, like Patriot site has, Patriot site has a game on Sunday. I see so it on the you... app here Saturday, to be determined. When yeah, you go the Patriots, to the Patriots after it's done. Yes. When you go to Prague, are you going to visit you pick the one up? and only greatest talk goalie of all time, Dominic Kosick? If I can find him, absolutely. I don't he think should. I'll... I don't even no, he's going to look for Peter Pruka. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look for Yarmir Yager, who had, by the way, had 10 goals in 11 games in the KHL recently. He was in Vegas like the other day. <laughs> Yager is everywhere. Dude, Yager is a fucking beast. Oh no, the page the Patriot website has TBD on that day. Yeah, me too. I'm. Saying, I think they're just not sure what they're going to do with that yet. But yeah. I don't, you know, I guess it just depends on how the Bills do over the next several weeks. It it you know yeah. like, and that game's at Gillette too. Yeah, they roll in there about, you know, if they go in there maybe 10 and 4, maybe they, they put that game on somewhere. You know, maybe that's a flex game or something. That to me seems like, yeah, like if you were traveling for that game, that would like, mm-hmm. I get that they have, like, told 12 days before to, to make that. But who the mm-hmm. fuck's buying plane tickets 12 days before? I know. Like well, that, you got to make a whole weekend me, of it. Yeah. Yeah, but to me, like, that, just well, doing that, leaving you know it what, open-ended George, like he, they are. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. When you're mapping out games in advance, to me, I, like, if I were ever going to go to Buffalo to see a game, I would never go unless it's September, October. Because then I know when the game's going. Yeah. Like if I'm going to go in December, and I doubt they're going to flex a Buffalo game in December, but you never know. Who knows? You know. So, but if it's middle October, like I know this week they're going to play home. Like the Bills yeah. are home this whole month. They're not playing a row for five weeks. You know, then I would say, okay, you know. And, but the, I wouldn't chance it with that other New England. I would go to the first one in the Buffalo game, not the second one, because, you know, who knows? 
Yeah, it's weird. It does say Saturday, though. You're right. That's weird. Hmm. Like, everything... Everything else is... Like, everywhere else is Sunday. The 22nd. That's one app I have has it Saturday. No, like, the Patriot website is TBD on both. And then their apps is Sunday. ESPN is Sunday. I wonder what the NFL says. I kind of hope it's Sunday because I'll be flying in right then and there or whatever. Got a nice seven thirty game or eight thirty game or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Hey, oh, seven thirty game in the Czech Republic will be like three in the morning. <laughs> so I'll be watching it in the middle of the night on the streams in the hotel room. <laughs> no, no, that would be no, it'd be a one o'clock game. It'd be like eight o'clock at night. It'd be perfect for you. Oh yeah, actually, would be. Yeah, that would be. That's hey, pretty let me, nice. Yeah. That whole. I'll probably miss that game more than likely though. So, according to the NFL's website. Mm-hmm. There's five games that that weekend are all TBD on times. Yep. And just look, all, to look at the game. Hey, what? Lions, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Bills, Patriots, Rams, Niners, Texans, Buccaneers. That's weird. Texans, Buccaneers is weird. Why would they do that with that? Who are the Giants playing? No idea. Washington. Oh, Washington. Oh, geez. Washington. That's that's already a 1 o'clock game. They already know that game's going to suck. Hey, Derek. What about me? If I told you four weeks ago the Giants would be a game out of first, I would have believed it because I was saying it. Uh, I know, but come on. I mean, nobody saw Dallas losing three in a row. Uh, I mean, wait I a second. Two out of three. I did. Uh, oh, I, have to I did. George, George, I'm going to give you some credit. Thank you. You like Thank getting you. credit, right, for things? Uh, hey, tell that to the devil fans on Twitter who don't like me. No, no. I'll, I'm give, who cares about that? Uh no, I'm going to give you credit. You, I do. you were very sure about the 40 diners being good. Oh, they're they look pretty good. Yeah. I'm giving you credit. I mean, let's I also not forget. Picked, that I also team was picked good the, last, would have been hey, last year. Hey, I also picked the demise of the Chargers. You know, do I get credit for that, too? <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> do I get credit for the fact that I said the Giants weren't going to completely suck? I just didn't think they'd be at Danny Jones, well, Danny I, Dimes, or anything. You and I were kind of uh, yeah. Well, let's, yeah, you well, know what? I will give you home, a little bit of credit. They're home to that. Arizona this week, right? They're home to Arizona this That's week. That's a win. Right? They're at Detroit. Mm-hmm. Home against the Cowboys. This is a game where Derek has a major conflict of interest. He's going to have a hard time deciding who to root for at his What jet. are you talking about? <laughs> He's going to have a real I think he's going to go for the Jets I, I, I'll be honest with you I've been hearing about you Derek through the bat channels About your Jet your jet obsessions So don't don't play coy <laughs> You know Can anybody, anybody explain to me how that's only a 9.9 He's dreaming of a run what? He's dreaming of a Jet run right now He really is George. What, what's he a 9 point to Jets like, uh, no, I'm talking about, yeah, the Patriots are only a nine-point favorite at the Jets. So because the Patriots any... are going to lose oh, that game, you. that's why. No, I can tell you why. That's recent bias. I, th- I think they are, George. I hate to tell you. I think the Patriots are going to lose that game. I have a weird 
Yeah, you remember I told you they we we always talk about it. They always lose a weird game every year. I think that's the one they lose, right there. I don't think that. <clears throat> no, Derek, that's recent bias. George, like the same really thing about the list. Look, I know I, the Jets. I, I, the Jets that, I know that the Jets covered that the Patriots. I think the one was like eighteen. And they covered that one. But don't bring that up. Stupidity. Um, Let me guess. You probably. Uh, no, I, I would have been all over the Patriots for that game too. I was. I was. Yeah. Who's the, um, they lost it. The, the biggest favorite you know, this you know week is the Bills that. minus seventeen. That was Luke Fox. That was one shining moment. That was a sucker bet. Yeah, uh, yeah but Luke Fox didn't do anything to make that happen. It was because yeah, they put in fucking Jared Stidham. He, he didn't do a damn. Thing, he didn't do man. shit. Was a, the Patriots gave him 14 points. Brady threw a pick six and fucking Gunner dropped him up the punt. Um, hey, here's a crazy idea. If yes. what they're saying is true about um, uh, patella dislocations and how there's a very high risk of uh, re-injury. For who? If you're Kansas City. Yes. Would your first phone call this morning have been to the New York Football Giants? No, really, really, will never do that. No, no. Uh, first off, they're not going to trade him. Oh, I wouldn't say that, there. If, if I, I wouldn't, I would never say never because if you can get if you can get anything for him, it's worth it. Do you really think that he's sure. worth anything? Yeah, but don't you think? Let me ask you this: If if the Chiefs wanted Manning, and Manning went to the went to the GM, or the GM called them in, and they met with with the, with the owners, don't you think maybe they would say, "Hey, you know what, Eli, you've been great here. Thank you for everything. You want to take one more shot and win it? Go for it. Go to Kansas City. We wish you the best of luck. You're the best. You'll always come back here. You'll be in the Ring of Fame, or you'll retire your well, number." We'll put a statue, you know, whatever. We'll build you a statue. Yeah. We'll put your bust so in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it'd be no hard feelings. I mean, or, come on, Thurman, you know. Or, let's throw this out. Do the Chiefs say, now we got this, thinking that Matt Moore doesn't suck, because of how well Teddy Bridgewater played? Yeah, but that's two different quarterbacks, and the New Orleans has New Orleans has a thing called a defense. New Orleans has a thing called a defense. And an offensive the line. More, more yeah. importantly, but an I offensive think, but line. I, by the way, um, by the way, my best, my best of the week is not because of mediocre Mitch, but New Orleans is really banged up. I think they're going to lose this week. Yeah, and and the way they're talking in, with Kamara's out already. In, yeah. Yep. In spite of mediocre Mitch, they're going to win the games. In spite. I know it hurts Derek's heart to hear that, but you know, hey, it, it is what it is. Does Derek have? So you, I, I mean, we're we're already a Friday, and you have guys out. Jared Cook's out. Kamara's out. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And isn't it amazing that Jalen Ramsey's back stopped hurting? 
I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I put up a, a tweet about that. It's like, who's that wrestler who just who's like in the coffin and rises immediately? Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. As <laughs> this is Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> he's just like all of a sudden he's like in perfect shape. You know? Yeah, he's in perfect shape. Of course. It's ridiculous. What it's if you the Bengals? The I have Bengals prediction pred- for you. Usually don't do this. About sending Andy Dalton there. Just as bad. It all depends how long Patrick Mahomes is out. I mean, I heard three weeks. Is that correct? And they have a bye week coming up in there in the middle, so yeah, they could really it, take it. It sounds like it could weeks. be three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Yeah. So, but here's the thing like, I, I heard Pat McAfee talking today. His last year in the NFL, he had the same type of injury. He said it. You can't. It doesn't get better with just not doing anything with it. Like you mm. have to get surgery on it because it, it can shift again. I got. I got a good idea. Find yeah. number seven. No. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Luke Falk. He's never. He doesn't. Here, here's the next. He makes so much money anyway. He, he don't <laughs> want to play football. So he wanted to play football. Here's, if he here's, wanted to play football, here's their next four games. In the, in the here's their next four games, Brian. And the fourth really one's got. in Mexico. Packers, oh, well, Vikings, if, if they play Titans. It. In Mexico. Where if they don't, they play it on the soccer field. Home, home, road. They have two what's straight. Their they have two what's more their, home what's their record right now? What's the record right now? Four and two. Oh. What's East of four and two? Four and two. Right. No, five. They'll Chiefs be just won their fifth game. Five and two. Yeah. Five and two. They'll be they'll be six and four after that stretch. They'll win a game. Yeah. Maybe two. Is their schedule maybe rough? Maybe two. Yeah, not easy. But yeah, don't they have like a rough schedule? Because. Right. I kind of remember. And then, I remember okay. looking at their schedule, so the, and this was before like Mahomes had the injuries, and I was like, you know, they could lose a few games. I was looking at their schedule. I was like, wow, I do have a pretty tough schedule. And then post Mexico. All right, you, wait, hold on, right? Post Mexico, guys. Raiders, mm-hmm. Pats, Broncos, Bears, Chargers. And ninety-seven, ten, three and one. Mahomes is ill. I give them three out of four in that. And they lose to New England and Foxborough. No, no, I'm kidding. They will. Yes. Because they have to. <laughs> That'll be the week the Patriots clinch the division. What are you talking about? What are you talking of? Hey, listen. <laughs> By the way, I got, I got, I got the number tonight for you. Point three forty-six. Okay. You know what point three forty-six is? The winning percentage the of teams all the have, teams the Bills the, the the Bills play the rest of the year to get the easy schedule in the NFL. Huh? Remaining, you want to hear oh, the schedule? I gave, you, I gave your team. I gave I gave the Bills ten wins. I think that that oh, was well. I thought I thought, you, I thought you were going to say maybe they'll win eight, but you know, I, I'm, I'm being uh, half. I didn't. Re- you know what? I didn't realize. I didn't realize two things. Number one. I didn't realize that Sam Darnold was going to get sick and, fall, and then that's what we're going to fall apart. 
Um, Mr. C, did you hear this, George? George, you hear how much I did, he loved the I, Jets? That has nothing yeah. to do with anything. I, I, didn't, realize, I, I didn't realize so, that the Bills, that the Bills, I knew the Bills defense was good, but then I got, then I watched it. It's like, well, this is probably going to be the team that competes. I, I didn't so realize. Here, here, here's lost. here's their schedule. What do you guys think? And Aaron, I didn't, yeah, I their, didn't home, their home schedule, their schedule was pretty pretty good. Their home so they're home for the Dolphins this week. I don't know why I'm worried about this game, but that's just my paranoia. Um, yeah. Home against the Eagles. Home against yeah. the Eagles. Because the Rosen ones yeah. re- come from the ashes. <laughs> no, Fitzpatrick's starting. Oh. <laughs> Lucky Is yeah. that funny? Well. Uh, home against the Dolphins, home against the Eagles, and home against the Redskins. Three weeks in a row. Oh, Jesus. Then they're they're at Cleveland. That game's going to be interesting, at Cleveland. That's going to be an interesting game. They could lose that game. I could see that. I could see them losing at Cleveland. Yeah. At Miami. At Miami. Mm-hmm. Which is like a home game. Home against Denver. Denver's trash. Then they're, then they're at Dallas on Thanksgiving, which I'll be there for. Good then for they're home to, the Ra- home to the Ravens. By the way, at the Steelers. Steel Curtis? I know. I, I'm, in, I'm and then, all in. And then, and, then, and then we're at New England. Like, is there a possibility that <laughs> you guys like? Well, the problem is I don't know if I see those lose in more than one or two more games. So, if if the Patriots lost three games, then maybe that game means something. Maybe. Maybe. Because the Bills, oh, you the Bills the are going to up a couple times. They're they're probably going to lose. They may lose you to the Eagles. The they may lose to Cleveland, and they may lose to Pittsburgh or Baltimore. Yeah. You ready to hear the Patriots schedule coming up? Uh, the Jets, yeah. the Browns, the. Uh, home to the Browns, oh. at the Ravens, at oh, the Eagles, home to the Cowgirls, Ooh. Ooh. at the Texans, home to the Chiefs, at the Bungles, home to the Bills, home to the Dolphins. Your schedule's harder than the Bills. Actually. Yeah, the schedule. Yeah, no shit. Because we played shit the first six weeks. <laughs> it's going to be. You know, I'll tell you what. Oh, I love it. I love the way he said that. He's like, it's so funny. Derek, Derek what are we playing the first six about, weeks? Derek is giddy about the Jets right now. You don't understand what's going on right no, now. Who did the Patriots play in the first six I, weeks? I like when Brew. I like when Brew gets gets mad like that. He has like that like intensity. That's great. <laughs> I like that. What did the Patriots play nobody? I know we didn't play anybody. Hey, take it easy. You played you played in Buffalo. That was a good game. Take it easy. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That was a good. That was a good game, and you know it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a great game. Was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's the one you game it, we can you both know what it say. Showed? That, what? You know what that game showed? That the Patriots should have, I don't what? care what Antonio, Antonio Brown could have murdered a kid in the middle of the parking lot. They should have kept him. <laughs> Which, by the way, remember oh when I said God. that on our season preview show? <laughs> you know what? I Therefore, have to give you credit, though. Yeah. I called Antonio Brown coming to the Patriots. Cause we have no, we have like, we have like this group text with with Jeff Bachelor, and he's part of it. And oh. he, he he, the way he like goes, the, the way he is about his team 
All right, that that that's it's kind of like how Derek really is, but he's just honest about it. No, <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, but then oh, see, then, he has to, then he has to go overboard with Ty Hill. How great a guy Ty Hill is! He doesn't care what Ty Hill does off the field. Or if he helps oh, I know. He's got a Super Bowl. <laughs> What did I say? That's right. I saw Ty Hill like dancing. I, I flipped to the game last night for a second, and it was the one where he caught the touchdown. I got the long touchdown where he was wide open. He's dancing. He's dancing next yeah. to the stands, and I'm thinking to myself, I saw, I flipped the game off. I was just like, what an asshole! I was thinking, I called him. I called him a child user. Fuck that! I was like, fuck that child. <laughs> I him. Oh man. Well, it's just, it just infuriated me. I don't know. I just I got pissed off by it. <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and now, what, what's the deal with Bachelor and, and the Astros? What's going on with him and his Astros? Like, fuck that. Oh, all. Astro, uh, Jeff. How do you like my nickname for him? Astro Jeff. That's pretty. Oh my! You know what? I am so glad. I'm so glad that the Yankees did not lay down tonight and just lose. Yeah. That would have been really bad. Yeah, you know. Listen, do you know why they lost the series tonight? Why did they Because they didn't get to Verlander. They didn't get to the bullpen. That has everything to do with their lousy approach, where they just don't work out. They're too busy trying to swing for the fences after getting four uh, runs, getting two home I runs. Think we're all, I think I think we're all in unison on that on this on this board. That I think what's kind of interesting about the Astros is I feel like I'm watching what the Yankees used to be, and they refuse to admit that that's yes. what they need to be. What if I told you? You know, right? and this is this is my father's opinion too. What, what do you turn into an ESPN commercial? What if um, I told you? All right. What all if right. I told you? Yeah. What oh. if I told you? <laughs> that way what back if I told when? You, what if I told you Derek Felix had streams of a, of a Jets revival renaissance? So anyway. <laughs> what if I told you that, that the fraud, the fraud known as the Ryan Express would go would turn would turn his back on being Mr. Texas Stranger to become Houston Astro again and bring in scuffer Mike Scott to teach Justin Verlander all he knew about pitching. And Garrett Cole. Oh goodness gracious! Here he goes. Oh boy. You know everybody knows it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows it. Ah. Uh, Here, here's what I was a say. here's a crazy question. <laughs> Don't. Verlander at Yankee Stadium has never pitched really well, right? No. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I have, I'd have to look it up. Like, do you know why most teams don't stadium. come back from 3 months? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, in the new stadium, he hasn't been great. Or is it no. just me? find that stat today because I wanted to hammer the Yankees. Oh, I know you're I was waiting like, oh, this George. is the perfect bet to win. I'm waiting for him to lose tomorrow. What if I told you I think the Yankees are going to win? 
Get on all right. Give me, all right, you know, give me, give me a percentage. What is the percentage chance? Give me a percentage out of a hundred. Yankees win, and Astros win. What's their percentage? percentages? Yankees have a five five percent chance to win tomorrow. Forty sixty. Five percent. I, I see. Here's 40, the thing. I don't. Know. I think forty sixty too. I, here's the funny I don't thing. know enough about Houston to like. Have they done this bullpen shit at all? Their bullpen's a lot better now. You know what? Their bullpen's but have, impressive. I don't know but how. The, no, Brian. What I'm saying is, have they done the bullpen thing? No. To where they know, like, if you were going up against Tampa Bay in the bullpen game, I go, you're fucked because Tampa Bay knows how to do it. Yeah. Do they know how to do the bullpen game? Where the Yankees do because they've done it. Well, I, I mean, I just think, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. You know why most teams don't come back with three one? Because eighty percent of them lose game five. All right. But so the Yankees won game five. Okay. Now you reset the numbers. Okay. He, most teams don't come back with three two when they have two games because eighty five percent of the time that that team's going to win game six at home. Right. But here's the thing. Funny thing. I don't give the Yankees much of a chance tomorrow. But if they win, then I think Yankees have a great chance to win Game Seven. I think it changes the whole pendulum, like the whole. I don't look at it as a three-one thing anymore because most teams that are down three-one lose Game Five. You know, but once you win Game Five, I, I don't. I, that's why I think these some of these things are a little bit overrated. You know, once you I think they are because total, you know. The other thing that I think that has a problem with is. I think that yeah. Rainhout hurt Houston. Because I think they would have rather gone home with Verlander where he's indoors. Well, they also got Cole. He had no bite on that. You don't know how he's going to do. No, right. Cole's on full rest. Are you sure? Sunday he's on full rest. Is he through oh, no, we'll play tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow. Cole's not pitching tomorrow. Are you sure? I thought pitch. he was. He's not pitching nope. tomorrow, Brian, because he pitched on Tuesday. Both teams are going to the bullpen. They're, they're Bull- saving him yeah, for game seven because it would be full round. Oh, or game I didn't one. know this. Okay. Yes. They're saving yes. him for seven or one. All right. Yeah, why on, do you think Drew was talking about asking about the bullpen? Have they done it before? I mean, everybody knew. Yeah. I thought he did. Yeah, I thought no. Did. That was the first words out of AJ Hinch's mouth was tonight, after that game was over. He goes, and, and Brian, that's why when you said, I thought you knew because of what you said. I apologize. When you said, I didn't know. I I assumed Derek Cole was pitching tomorrow. Sorry, I didn't know that. Sorry about that. No, and that's why when you said the bullpen thing, that they didn't get to Verlander, they didn't get into the bullpen. I said, oh, well, yeah, I guess there's the point there. The problem is, like I, like I was saying, I don't know if Houston knows how to do this bullpen thing. Do they Who do you think is going to start tomorrow? The bullpen. They're both like going it. bullpen tomorrow. I hate it. I, I think it's absolutely stupid. Who could they start tomorrow? 
Chad Green, probably. Yeah. Oh, you, know really yeah. you know what's really hurting Yankees? You know what's really hurting Yankees right now? Is that idiot Domingo Germán doing what he did? Oh my God, you are. That, that really hurts. You know what? You know what else hurt them? Mm. Losing Batances. Yes, I agree with you on that too. And and what really you know, hurt them? I got a guy that could start tomorrow. Ooh. Number zero. Put him out there right in the beginning. Get it over with. Then yeah, we can so start you, coming back. So you're down so six nothing. <laughs> Down <laughs> at, least we'll uh, at least we'll have eight, eight innings to come back instead of losing it at the end. <laughs> uh, I wish CC. You know if if they had CC, if CC was healthy, do you think they would throw him out there in the first few innings to smash this game on, on Saturday night? You don't think they would? If CC was healthy in September, yes. I think CC would be pitching tomorrow. Yeah, so do I. I mean, look at the hey, heart. Look at, the, look, at, look at what he look at what he showed. Look at the heart that he yeah. showed. Just getting well, that's because he out. Was, he just his last game. But there. Derek, I mean, he had to make up on. for. Uh, he had to make up for when he went into the drunk tank before the playoffs started. Oh, oh, oh. boo! <laughs> oh, God. oh, the Red Sox fans. The Red Sox fans. Yep. Oh, here we go. Yeah, George. <laughs> uh, 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 that was rough. That was rough. But I'm not gonna. That was rough. Yeah, but it's true. You know, I'm very, look. I'll say it like this. I'm just when I think about CC, he is the last guy, the last guy that they invested in, where they gave big time money to, and and he delivered them for them. They haven't, they haven't done jack. Oh. Since. They haven't done oh. jack since this decade, so I'm not gonna. Oh, I can't. I can't even did something. I was gonna say. <laughs> did you, you want to get like? Well, no. Tanaka they invested in. You know, I like uh, Tanaka. Tanaka is just a really good pitcher. I love watching him. Because, you know, you know, you know, he get, like, even though he did, he had the bad inning and he gave up the home run. Wait, he, no, he Tanaka? Was, when did Tanaka pitch? Oh, just yesterday. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Who's that regularly? they're going to throw him out there a couple innings tomorrow. But actually, they could use him in Game 7, too. So, they could throw him out there a couple innings if they need. Is, <coughs> is Jordan Montgomery on the roster right now? No. I, well, he's he not, does, but, you know. but they if they they could replace him, they did already. What they did. They did. They they did. They brought another guy up in the uh, from the bullpen. Do we know who it is? I couldn't tell. <laughs> I couldn't even tell no. you who it is. That that that's basically a no bad. Not gonna be Dave, Davey Garcia. Hold on, let me see. I'm looking at the roster right now. I'm looking up to see who they brought up. How about could you how about Jay Hap? How about you pitch Jay Hap for a few innings? No, He's a don't starter. start him. I'm not <clears> starting <throat> him. Now I got that right hand up on him. You know oh what? <clears throat> you know what? Do you realize what Jay Hap what Jay Hap could do tomorrow? 
I think Jay Happ could legitimately yeah. change everybody's minds tomorrow. It could be like when AJ Burnett threw in the what was it twelve or eleven, eleven or twelve, or kind of what with James Paxton did today. Yeah, he could literally change the entire script for this year with with tomorrow if you were going that route. I think Houston's going to come out like a bat on fire, and the Yankees have to withstand it. Yeah, you know they have the first couple innings are going to be very. Good. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be well, kind of rough whole, in the beginning. That's been this whole series though. It's like who can just get past. You know, it's like who yeah. can get past the first inning. If Yankee Stadium wasn't a fucking bandbox, Hicks's ball is foul. We they still maybe play. Yeah. That I could, hear you. you. know how interesting that what would Major League Baseball have done tomorrow if this game went to extra innings tonight? And let's say ended at eleven thirty, twelve. By the way, I'll even say this as a West Coast guy. Isn't it, isn't it weird how they start the games later on a weeknight, but then on a Friday night they start at 7? Yeah, that, that, that is kind of funny, isn't it? Like, shouldn't it be the opposite way? Like, shouldn't you start the weekend, weeknight games at 7 and a Friday Why night and want to go 8 o'clock? That's fine. Is it because people, they figure people are out of work earlier? Friday? Da, 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 I guess. Yeah, but I, I would oh, still start them earlier. Because here, yeah, what, here I, in I California, they... we don't... Here in California, if there's a World Series game, it starts at 5 o'clock because we have to cater to the wonderful East Coast for Derek. So we have to cater to 8 o'clock. So, you, you know. I mean, All right. I got a better really idea. About like, what time do you want why to start a game on start, East Coast? 10? What, yeah, why don't they just start the game at 10 o'clock, like you said? It'll be 7 o'clock. So, so Brian can be happy at home. No, 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 no. No, how about they start the game? It, let's say it was, it was Los Angeles – Versus the West Coast team. Why do we have to worry about what Derek Felix needs? We're in California. If you don't like it, stay up or move to California and watch the game for a week. <laughs> like, Der- Derek went on this tangent about Colorado, Arizona starting late one time in a, in a playoff game. I'm like, dude, the game isn't in your time zone. Why do they have to worry about you? Yeah, I no, see that? Like, that that's you, you, you have, like, this idea that I don't think there's one focus. No, nah, there's only one coast to you. I already know that. But see, they how about when, like, how about like, like when the NCAA, how about when the NCAA, like Final Four, like that the final game starts like nine, like nine thirty. That 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 I will agree with. That starts eight o'clock. I agree. But but you know what? Though? Yeah, I mean it's only going to be a two-hour game anyway. But you know, I'm just no, that, that was exactly what I was going to say. The difference between like sport sports with a clock and sports without a clock, with, and the one sport without a clock. Is that you know that's going to be two and a half hours? Yeah. Well, I mean that they should they should start, at least start the game at seven thirty then during the during the week. If you want to compromise? Make it seven. You know, seven thirty is fine. Like you look at I tonight. Agree. The only reason I, I I really believe they only started tonight at seven thirty because they figured even with a four hour game. They'd be on a plane at twelve thirty, and in Houston at three thirty. 
But yeah, that's tonight's the only reason they play tonight. When they yeah, I, I could hear Michael K saying this is a very manageable so-and-so minutes tonight because it was a it manageable was, game. It was less than three hours tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was two hours. 258 or 259. Something like that, yeah. So it was very manageable. I, I think, yeah. I'm Sorry. sorry. I'm tired you of all the bullpen stuff. Oh, by the way, this game tomorrow night is going to be long. It's going to be long. You should have, you should have heard Todd Sterling. Oh, yeah. You should have heard Josh Sterling after no. that game finished last night. I've never heard of him that exasperated over a Yankee playoff game. He, 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 he said, he said, I've been doing, he, like, he goes, I've been doing games 39 years, or however, however long he's been doing the games. He's 80 years old. Yeah. He's fucking, he, 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 he missed his sponge he looks, he looks great. He looks great for 80 years old, by the he's way. He's laughing. He absolutely blasted the Yankees for how bad they played. He, and, he, and he also, before when Boone decided to like take Tommy Cable out after he went one, two, three, and he threw Adavito warming up, he just sarcastic jokes about it. He's like, I, I don't know, I don't make the decisions, I just do the game. He, it was like he knew as soon as Adavito mm-hmm. came in that, well, this game's about to get out of hand. He just, he, I've never heard him that critical. It was, it was I think it's like. And an unmanageable four hours and 18 minutes. You, you could just hear the frustration and the laughter. It was just, ah, oh, he's the best. He is the best. And, 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 and you know what? And here's the, like, don't forget this other part of this whole thing. The um, Fox Sports is doing these games in 4K. So if you have, like, Optimum and it has, like, a 4K channel, there was a part last night. It was right before they went to green, and they left the microphone open. And Smoltz is like, I don't get this. Why didn't you just start at the inning with them? And then, like, as soon as he finished saying it, they took their videos, the microphones were open, they shut them off. So I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, huh, I would have left over at the end of that point. Probably saying he's a fucking moron. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when it was... But he's but he has to be right about that. John Sterling is eighty one years old. Yeah, I yeah. know. Did you did you ever see the feature that they did on HBO with him? No. Oh my god. Inside sports. Didn't Derek just tell us recently how much I hate HBO and now he tells us all about HBO? I don't like look, I don't <laughs> like HBO either, but but at least I got to oh, see I'm that. Oh, so HBO, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch at it. Least, oh, I can't believe At later. least at the very least, <gasps> I got to I got to see that that feature with Don Sterling, and it was really good. That's awesome. Oh man, very good. You want to learn about Josh Sterling? You want to learn a lot from watching it. <laughs> Well, I'm here. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? It's I feel the same way about Sterling as I do Rich Honorette. Like once I hear Rich Honorette, I feel like season started. I'm I'm ready to go. Even though he's he has lost a little zip on his fastball, he's still he's still he's still good. He's still you know, but he can't hit those big notes like he did before. Well, he's no. still absolutely wild. You know, he just can't do that anymore. He's always gonna he's gonna keel over. Well, you know what the other thing is, too? How long has it been since he had somebody doing innings for him? Like, Susan doesn't call an in. You know what they should do? And you like know that I'm, I'm not, I am not a big, yeah, I'm not, you know where I'm going. I'm not a big fan of him, but 
it's absolute, an absolute joke that Michael K has nothing to do once the postseason comes around. Why, why not have oh, Michael K succeed Sterling and Susan and have and have and have them be a three person group on the radio postseason? Because I think that would be a nice when, No. When when um Charlie Steiner left the booth to go to the Dodgers, Sterling told him, to him, I him all nobody the time. else. Sterling was yeah, so was. pissed that Charlie Steiner got to call Boone's walk-off homer in Game Seven that he yeah. said the next time we I have he's like no never again. I really think and I think Yankee fans are going to enjoy it when Ryan Rucco gets that job. Ryan Rucco. Rucco is getting the radio job. Hey, speaking of radio jobs, did you see that the fan fired Chris Collins? I wrote really? something about that. I wrote something about that, and I was just really pissed off. How they did, it. did you see Why where he ended up? Something. No. He's with ESPN Radio now. Really? Uh-huh. Did, does he have a role there? Wait, Are Chris Carlin? Did you say Chris? Did you say Chris Carlin by the way? Carlin. Yeah. Why? Why did they get rid of him? Why? Contract dispute. Because Mike. Well, yeah, oh, but, but but this has more to do with the company that runs them. That was part of it, but it has just the company. That company that that's running Mike. them is an absolute joke. Mike. They they told. <laughs> did, did you get to hear any of the Chris Carlin like appearance that he made on Michael K? No. Who are you talking to? She was. All right. So, I want to so they, had, they had Chris Carlos on with Kay and McGregor. And, and, and uh, this was, this was on, I think it was on Young Pepper the day that Rosenberg took off. And so they had him at the beginning. He, was, he came on at the beginning of the show. And he did not, he, 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 he did not go there. He would not staff his former employer because they gave him the opportunity. He understands the business. But he had a lot of fun breaking down the baseball. And he was supposed to be on with them. I knew he was supposed to be on for a while. He was supposed to be on for two hours. All of a sudden, <laughs> who do you, what do you think happened? One of those idiots from whatever, whatever they're called, uh, whoever runs them, called up and said that he can't be on for more than half an hour or he'll be in, he'll be in like, what's the word? He, he, he would basically screw himself out of his last cage pack or something. Some, some stupid bullshit. That was ridiculous. It was embarrassing. What time do the Rangers play on Sunday? They've got to be playing one or two o'clock, okay? So Carlin's Wait, doing a what? show what? Sunday afternoon. They so they hired Here. Carlin. Good for him. I'm very happy about that. Carlin's doing a show after the Rangers up until seven. One o'clock. Yeah, they're playing a one o'clock game. Yeah. So he's so doing Carlin, like a three-hour show. Carlin got a job. They're playing a ten a.m. game, Dirk. Actually, yeah. Hey, I tell you, how dare you? You can say whatever you want about Rutgers football. They have the greatest announcers in the world. 
They got Carlin, <laughs> they got Eric Legrand, and they got Ray Lucas. Ray Lucas has no is, fucking filter. He is the greatest thing to listen to. That's awesome. That's an awesome trio right there. I like that. By the way, are we winning the whiteout game tomorrow night? No, we're not winning the whiteout. We never win the whiteout. <laughs> James, this is the so you you so I'm I'm gonna send you weird text. There's so much to watch oh, no, tomorrow night. What's that? There's so much to watch. You like me? Have two? I don't know where to start. I know. I got saber sharks and seven. I got saber sharks. I got four TVs tomorrow. It's like Penn State. You got the Yankee game. We got the Bruins game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so like four TVs on tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be crazy. iPads are plenty. Holy shit! I can only imagine what my fucking. Imagine if like they were doing the thing where they were charging you by like the gigabyte. Oh my god, I'd be so afraid of paying my fucking cable bill. Has college football lost something to you guys this year? There's something no. just not juicy about it. I, I think it's the, some like some of the big games are on Fox. It's just having Gus just missing Johnson from it. call the Red River. Yeah, having Gus Johnson call the Red River Shootout's a fucking travesty. You don't like Gus? No. Ah, oh, George. And it has. I, my problem with Gus is every game he calls. Seemingly has like some. I really glad I didn't bet on it. Finish. Oh man! It's like a watching a Gus game is like a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Oh. You know something stupid's gonna happen, and it's gonna become like this great epic game late. Like somebody's gonna trip over him or butt fumble or something. That's my problem with Gus. Mm-hmm. Derek's team's playing tomorrow. What are you calling? Oh. I don't have what? Yeah. I can have no, a lot just of crazy Monday. Yeah, I, I just can have Monday, a lot of right. I can have a lot of crazy trades out there. I baited Derek on our NFL preview show with the Jets. <laughs> and I got it out of him. I got his true colors about the Jets. It was look, perfectly. Look, because you know I thought maybe if, if, if they had a healthy Darnold and Dell nah, had, he, a, it's, Dell had a good year, oh, I, I thought the defense would be better that they could win nine games. So, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's it's about the twinkle in his eye, George, the way he talks about him. That's that's what you know what? Out of it. Here, here's they didn't the have funny a, thing. Yeah, but yeah, but they, they didn't have a quarterback though for for you know for for a while there. I mean, they you still don't have a quarterback. We talked about this. Yes, have a quarterback. They still don't have a yes. quarterback. Sam Darnold. Yes, sucks. they do. Oh, that is ridiculous. George, uh, George. See, this is where George is. The Giants. You're the playing Giants them on Monday night. I understand your defense is all world, and they are all world. Thanks, John. No. See, this, listen to him. George, listen to My him. God. You know, I have to give the Giants. The Giants played. The Patriots about as tough as you could play them, and they still won't play 21. And, and, and the, the Patriots, Patriots so had nobody in. 
I don't want to hear that. Nobody. I don't want to hear that. Your I know. I don't want to hear it yet. Nobody. Your offense sucks in that game. Because there's nobody to throw to. Uh, who gives a crap? They're the Patriots. I mean, you banged around. You banged around Daniel Jones, and if Daniel Jones doesn't throw an interception to Gilmore on, the, on a nice drive at the beginning of the second half, I don't know. Yeah, what I think I think we actually could have won that game. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I believe, I actually think they had a shot. I didn't know we played the Jets last week. Hey, don't get don't don't do this, man. <laughs> don't go don't go in this territory. Don't come in this territory, baby. You're at St. Giles. I know the Patriots played the Jets last week. You're at St. Giles territory now, Drew. Derek is fired <laughs> up for the Jets. This is he is man. The Jets is yeah. He loves the Jets. You're in, no, I, I, I love I my, like the Patriots in that game. I, I do. I, looking at that no, I like one, the I, I like I the like Patriots. The I like the Jets. You, you have you no. Ra- you're such a. You're such a liar. You have no rationale for for anything that you say. <laughs> this is hilarious. Who, me? Me? Yes, you. No, I'm telling you, the Jets are winning this game. No, they're not. I'm telling you right now, they're going to win this game. But no, it doesn't mean the anything. Second game just, between. The second game between them is always a blowout. You know what? No. This is where the Patriots lose a weird game. I'm telling you. The Jets are winning this game. No. I see the Patriots losing to the Browns. I'll even guarantee it. I'll even guarantee it. Here's the funny thing. You know what else is going to happen? You know what else is going to happen, too? What's that? Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to leave the Dolphins to their first win because the Bills, but, yeah, that's just the way it has to happen. <laughs> the, the, are you listening to this, bro? I, I am. Think you know what? Do you know why? These guys are pretty, this is the one thing you want to remember about the NFL. No, the one thing you got to remember about the NFL, okay, is that these are professional athletes. This isn't the difference between Rutgers and Minnesota. This is the difference between the top 600 players in the world and maybe the top 200. You know what I mean? These guys are still pretty great. Yeah. Like, you could still, some, you know, it's not any given Sunday means something in the NFL. I don't take this you game know, for granted on Sunday. I don't because, it, you know why? As much. I'm going to take you back to the 90s, George, when Brownie Nagel and the Jets walked into Buffalo in the summer and beat the Bills with Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, Bruce Smith, and all these guys. Brownie Nagel and yeah. the Jets did it. So why can't Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins do it? There, I'm not there saying was the a Bills year. Juggernaut. You know what I mean? Like, it's possible. Don't be shocked if There's I text you on Sunday when the Dolphins are up by 10 in the second half. Don't be shocked. Yeah. Um, you know, here's my problem with, with, with Darnold. I didn't think he had a great Rose Bowl game. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like his senior, his last year at USC, I wasn't impressed. Plus, no, but th- there were a lot of reasons he, for that, though. Wow, uh, he didn't have Juju. Um, no, it was but, the line, too. He doesn't have one here, either. But, Who does, Dallas, well, what are they on got? the other hand. No, man. But Dallas, on the other hand, they're such a clusterfuck that they were ripe for the pickings against the Jets. Well, I, they I also had a lot of injuries themselves. They had a lot of injuries yeah. themselves, too. Yeah. I, I saw that. Now, they have injuries. They have injuries, but those guys have checked out on Jason Garrett. 
Oh yeah, did you see that highlight with the with the high five with Jason Garrett trying to mm-hmm. give uh, and and nobody nobody clapped. He, he was trying to give little high fives when they came off the bench, and no nobody would do it. They all ignored him. Yep. That tells me something, dude. There's something off with that team. If oh, Dallas it, loses it, this I week, think, I think the rails fall off. I, I really do. No, because here's why. I don't is think on it, the line Sunday. Yeah. I really do. And, and and you look at it, like the three teams they beat weren't good. You know what? The three teams they There's lost a lot to? Of team, a lot of teams, but a lot of teams play some teams that aren't that good. That's fine. It's, it's but, just about... I'm saying they started you to know, heal themselves. But see, like, here's the thing. Like, the difference is, granted, mm-hmm. it doesn't look good. But like Pittsburgh on opening night, who knew they were going to suck? Right? Like, it's Pittsburgh. They always play New England tough. They, n- they never win, but they always play New England tough. Mike yeah. Tomlin, like, looks across Bill Belichick and just shits down his leg. Like, he just, it, yeah, it just over. happens. It's over before he gets on the field. I agree with you. Yeah, like, he, he's just, but Ben usually wills them. You know, like, Ben keeps it close, and mm-hmm. then the Patriots just pull away. Like, no, the Dolphins, correct. they saw. Unless the game's in Pittsburgh, Jets, and you get away with calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, or Pittsburgh gets calls that they shouldn't get, shit like that, you know. Oh. Um, okay. Ain't my fault. Al, Alberto Riveron, the worst fucking thing in the NFL right now. Isn't Riveron um, in, the, in the Patriots payroll? Isn't he on the Patriots payroll? Or is that no, God, no, he gonna... fucking dude. No. no. I always thought him to be a Patriots. Riveron is. That's my person. No, he hates the Patriots. Um, as as uh, shown in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Um. But, or AFC like, Championship team last year? What? What happened in that game? <laughs> what didn't happen in that game? <laughs> last year? Yeah. Last year. Oh, you mean the ones where, like, Kansas City was running pick plays all over the fucking field? Oh, you mean that's how the Patriots have won six Super Bowls running pick plays and they keep getting away with it? Hey, we just run it better than everybody else does. Yeah, but we get that called on us all the time. That's why Hogan's not there anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. By the way, I Detroit's thinking about sending them Amendola. They are? Why? Yep. Because he's not doing he's anything there. And Bill's going to give him, like, one of his threes. See, it, it's like I, I laugh when they say, "Oh, the Patriots are going to bring in this guy." Bring they're going to bring in somebody that knows the system. Like the year they were the trading for Brown? wide receiver, they brought back. <laughs> I'd bring him back in a heartbeat. Other than the fact that he fucking burned every bridge he had in New England. If he just doesn't tweet about Kraft, he's back there already. I'm telling you, you know what? You think that Vontez perfect fucking hit like really? Did the number on him that everybody thinks it did? Um, I don't know. I, I just think I he's always think been. That's the problem with Brown. No, he wasn't this bad. 
I, I really think that you're, you could, like, study that dude right now, and I bet you would be the first person you could find CTE in while they're still alive. Awesome. He really you think he's going to Is he going to play this year? No. What owner's going to take a chance on him? And I hate to say it this way, and I know because Brian this will like you know have you going ape shit when I say it, so I'm going to say it and just like rip the bandaid off. Do it. What owner is going to take him, knowing what he did to craft? The only person that's dumb enough to do it's like Woody Johnson, and only thank God he's in fucking England. <laughs> Like, wasn't it set up for the jet? Like, like if you About bring him in, I don't think he, I think that fucking locker room's too toxic. I think he'd be too toxic for that locker room. But maybe an act of desperation? No. Because, because Jerry, Jerry Jones knows what Bob Kraft will do. About Philadelphia. Don't. Jeffrey Laurie knows exactly what Bob Kraft would do. He'd be on that commissioner's exemplist so fast that wouldn't even be funny. And don't forget, which owner is negotiating the CBA? Kraft. What a shock. Hey, who got it done the last time? Not the rest of them. What a shock. What, the Bob Craft? Here's my shock here. Here's, here's my shock face. As they, as, 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 as oh, that, that, that's the classic Friday reaction right there. But, Brian, <sighs> but seriously, though, until Craft <laughs> got, like, until Craft really got involved, was that CBA getting done? I have no idea. I couldn't oh, even tell you that. It sounds like it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't until, cra- until Mrs. Kraft died. Until Mrs. Kraft died. Oh, my God. You just referenced death. No. <laughs> no. Oh, but Derek. No. Derek's Derek, real excited now. <laughs> Mrs. Kraft died the same day they signed the deal. That's strange. Uh, what like, that is like really strange. And, and you know, it's funny. I, I was, I was doing this before, but now I got you guys. That seventeen game schedule is a joke to me. It makes no sense. Um, Here's well, why. How you gonna, you gonna balance the home and away games though? Be, no, here's the way that I've heard it. Eight home, eight away, one neutral site. But right now, the NFL is the perfect balance for the schedule. You're six games in division. You know, you play one conference, one opposing conference, and then the two teams mm-hmm. that finish in the same from the same conference. Something with George and Derek. What's that? 
I'll be going, What's nah, I'm going to bed in a few minutes. I'm going to bed in a few minutes. Oh, I'm so. fading, guys. Yeah, but so, I, I got one more segment, and we're good. I was fed up okay. by a range of review of their awful game in Washington. I'm sure. <laughs> right? So, uh, like, so but, it's perfect the way it is now. Where do you mm-hmm. get that extra game from? And even the novelty of playing the um, neutral site game will, like, wear off. Unless you're going to send everybody to London once. I think they should just add an extra bye week to keep a 16. I don't like that. That gives them one more week no, I, I, I like I like getting I like the extra bye week so then every game on Thursday night you don't have to have teams playing on three days rest. You could space it out where they have ample rest for every single game. Or they can meaning, choose meaning te- bye Do you remember the days when the NFL Do you remember the days when the NFL used to have teams off week one? Yeah, but that was only because they had thirty one games. They had thirty one teams. You know, I think they could do it again with that. You could have a team off week, like you could have a team off week one, who plays on Thursday night week two, and have them start their season right then and there. No, you know, and then no, there's ample rest, and then that team's off the following Sunday, and then, you know, they play week three in a normal Sunday, and you could just do it that way. So no team has to play on a three days rest. I have an 18-week schedule with two bye weeks. Yeah. I would like to do that, personally. I thought they used to do it where if you were playing Thursday night, you played at home the week before. It's not bad, but I just just like the FRS. I just think it makes for better football. Oh, I think if you're playing a Thursday night game, you should play, I don't know. I would I love to do the, away with Thursday think, night games in general. Well, that's 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 here or there, but we know that's not going to happen. No, because it's money. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys, I'm going to bed. Yeah, me too. Good idea. Do this again soon. Yeah. So, of course. So, that's probably going so well. All right, yeah. gentlemen. Have a good evening. Later. Later, kids. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Good night. Bye-bye. Take it easy.